0: What is good ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 10 of your mom's favorite threesome and we've got your weekend preview ready. We're talking Heisman Trophy this weekend, we've got NFL, going to get you an update on what's going on in the NBA and then some of our favorite Star Wars movies, maybe give a little hint of what we're going to talk about uh, at a possible future category that will be coming up, also UFC this weekend. But before we get to all that, let me go ahead and introduce the boys, what's up y'all? What's up, man? What up what, what up? what up? What up? Well, I'm feeling pretty good because it is almost the weekend, including I am off tomorrow, so that my weekend has oh, been. So, what's You're up? You're off up? tomorrow? Yeah, buddy. Damn. So, feeling good, feeling good, ready to get this episode out there for you uh, for you guys. Uh do want to give a shout day out
1: tomorrow. But that's just because I gotta go to that wedding tomorrow. <laughs> I'll do too. I work. I work. Yeah. I get off at once. So. Who the fuck does a four thirty wedding? It's an she doesn't wedding. listen to this podcast, <laughs> by the way, and she's made that clear. Oh, but if yeah. you ever do, Jess, what the fuck, man? Yeah, why <laughs> the fuck is a four thirty wedding? Yeah. I didn't even realize that
2: at first until until my girl said something. She was yeah,
1: like, I completely forget every time they mention it.
2: They're
0: like, it's at four thirty. I'm like, four thirty.
2: Yeah, that's crazy.
1: Well, I want to give a quick shout out
0: to. The people that are listening to the podcast, because I've heard from a few of you guys this week, and I appreciate the uh, the feedback.
1: Yes, we do it's too.
0: I uh, yeah, a lot of good, uh, and we really do appreciate it. This is why we're doing it. I'd like to get together, just have fun, and you know, give you guys something to listen to, help you get through your week. So uh without further ado let's hop right into it guys let's talk some uh nfl this weekend oh, yeah. uh,
1: real quick let's uh give a shout out to you guys you guys uh your picks last week 11 uh 11 and 3 and 10 and 4 God,
0: God.
1: impressive well done guys well, well, well done guys uh person would have been 12 and 2 if he had yeah. the guts to pick the lions, the lions
0: i know i thought about that and i was like sheesh but uh yeah ultimately it was a good week a good week and um uh, you know i like a lot of the games this week uh too including Steelers Vikings tonight and um this is an interesting game because both these teams desperately need to win um Vikings i mean they're on their way out they are they are a loss away tonight from being a complete failure of a season and starting to think <clears throat> about what the future looks like yeah uh, you know whether they want to get away from Kirk Cousins
1: yeah that's fair uh you know, this is a game of just two completely inconsistent teams. Uh, you see the uh, Steelers a couple weeks ago uh, beating the uh, Chargers on the road. Um, you kind of thought there that that might be their turning point, and then they go get waxed the next week by the Bengals. Um, so, I mean, I don't know what to make of either team tonight. Uh, mm-hmm. I know they're both uh, – there's a roller coaster. I don't know who's going up, who's going down. I uh, Man. I don't know. Yeah. No, this, I'm, this is a completely, tough one.
2: I'm completely on your side. Yeah. I feel like it's just hard to choose between both these teams because they're so they're so inconsistent. But if if I had to pick one that's been more consistently inconsistent, if that makes sense. Yeah. The Vikings have been more inconsistent. Yeah, more well, so. And they don't really have an identity. I think in really Pittsburgh, don't. they kind of have a little bit of an identity, even if it's not the best way to go about it. Yeah, I feel like uh, you know, no, they do have Dalvin Cook playing the in the night. Yeah, but he's not. I don't feel like he's gonna come back
1: fresh off of
2: well, an I mean, injury and then but he's still Dalvin Cook.
1: Dalvin Cook, even at so much percentage, mm-hmm. still makes a difference. I mean, yeah, you talk about a no, guy who's one of the does. top, who's yeah. easily one of the top five running backs in the league. But start. would you take
2: a, a, a coming off an injury? Sorry, Press, I didn't mean to cut you off. Would you take a coming off an injury, Dalvin Cook, or a healthy? Harris,
1: oh Najee, yeah, my man, boy. it just it just you know, but I'm just, I just, I'm can't, just I can't I love Najee Harris. He was my I've said on the pod before. He was my favorite rookie coming out of the draft, offensive side of the ball. Uh, I love him, but Dalvin Cook is just such a monster. No, 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 no,
2: no. I'm not saying I'm that's my that's what I mean though. I'm not comparing like as yeah. far as who's better. Oh yeah, but I'm just saying Dalvin Cook coming off of an injury and Najee being there. Being the producer for that team, I think I'll take him right now over Dalvin Cook. I think the Just real question on is, the situation.
1: do you take a healthy Madison over a, guy, over a Dalvin mm. Cook right now who's, you know, separated shoulder, who might be 60%, 70%? Yeah, I don't know what, yeah, what percent
0: they're giving him, but Madison's a good replacement. I mean, I think if you see early on, Cook is maybe not wanting none of that. <laughs> And uh, you go ahead and maybe work more of a uh, duo in there and work Madison in there sure. because that's going to be big. They're going to really rely on the uh, running game tonight because uh, Adam Thielen's out. Yep. So, obviously, you know, you, a you focus a lot of Jefferson, so the defense is probably going to focus down on him. Um, but ultimately, you know what, I, like I said, I, I do like this game a lot because uh, it's three and a half points on um, Minnesota. hmm Um, Which is pretty much a toss-up game is what they're saying. Uh, I I like the Vikings in this one. Um, I think – I thought last week was going to be the last game for the Steelers. I think this is the week that they kind of put the uh, final nail in the coffin.
1: I think, to your point, I mean, it definitely could have been had Lamar hit Mark Andrews in the end zone. Um, I'm going to go with the Steelers. I've been a little hard on them lately, but I'm going to go with them because I think – because I'm going to – with that defense, Dust. I think they're going to make a few plays. Uh, I think they're – again, they're going to force Kirk Cousins into a bad situation. Every At some point, that team is going to, and he's going to make it at the worst spot. I mean, you look at that Green Bay game. If it wasn't for – if Darnell Savage could know how to catch a football, I mean, he does a terrible late pick in that game, and they lose that game. Yeah. So, I'm with going to ride with Pittsburgh. I think uh, – I don't know what to make of Minnesota's defense. I'm not sure to think if they're good or just below average. Yeah. Um, I do like their linebackers with uh, Kendricks and Carr. But uh, besides that, I mean, Pat, unfortunately, Patrick Peterson isn't the Patrick Peterson of old. Harrison Smith is still a great DB. But I think the Steelers are going to hit enough big plays that I think they're going to take care of Minnesota. Yeah, I'm
2: going with the Steelers. I think their defense is overall – I'm with Philly with the defense. Their defense is just still pretty, overall, a lot better than the Vikings. And I think, uh, you know, even though Cook is coming back, and I know he's a monster, <clears throat> I think if uh, the Steelers run through, go through Harris, I think that'll be a lot. Yeah. A better situation for for them than, you know, the Vikings on the other side with Cook. So, that's pretty much the
1: Steelers' offense is going through Harris, and like s- we talked about Monday. Yeah, sorry and to mean cut you quiet. off there, Preston, but just real quick. I, even a – I don't know who's – with the ball in their hands between Cousins and Roethlisberger, I still – even oh, Ben, I think, is pretty much washed up, I still would trust Ben more than I do. Kirk Cousins. Yeah.
0: You know, Cousins can still make all the throws. Sure. That, that's the only thing I'll say. I mean, he could be a superstar one week and – then look like he doesn't belong in the league the next. I mean, it's unbelievable. But I will say this. I do look for uh, T.J. Watt to make a play late in this game. That might be the difference maker uh, because, you know, we I, I do need to give a little shout-out there uh, for him because we were ready to give up the Defensive Player of the Year award last week um, to – Michael uh, Parsons. Michael Parsons. Parsons. And you know what? Watt is an absolute game changer Absolutely. every single game. Absolutely. 100%. And yeah. leading Absolutely. the NFL in sacks. So let, yeah. let's. Uh, this might be his moment to kind of shine on Thursday Night Football. So. Yeah.
1: This is a good time for him to step up and uh, Absolutely. make some plays.
0: Um, next game, we've got Ravens-Browns. Um, obviously, this is kind of an interesting game because uh, two weeks ago they just played, and then Browns went off into a bye week. Um, so this is the Browns' first game back. Um, after the bye, looking to see how healthy Baker looks. Because yep. I think this is a game, you lose this game, you might shut Baker down for the rest of the year. They I should mean, have been shut six, down for the
1: rest of the year. They're 6-6 six and six right now. Uh, I mean, they're still in that wild card hunt. But I think, uh, as I do, that was one of my questions, is how healthy, even after a bye week, is Baker? Um, they're going to be at home. The Ravens uh, defense still has... They've been playing a little bit better as of late, and they've needed to. And I'll get to the other point here in a second why they needed to. But uh, I mean, can he make enough plays against that defense that he couldn't a couple weeks ago in that really ugly Sunday night game? And then, two, the reason why I say they've needed to play better is because Lamar Jackson's in a bad slump. Oh yeah, yeah. Thirteen picks this season. He's still eight in his last four, and he's got three. T- he's got five touchdowns in between that. I mean, he is not playing well at all. And if the Ravens are going to want to make some kind of run and try to hold on to this division lead in a, in a division that I don't know if anybody wants to win, uh, he needs to break out of it. And if he can't do it starting now, against, and it, it's a bad timing because this is also a team he threw four picks against two weeks ago. So it's going to be real interesting to see how he does because uh, if he doesn't, then this Ravens offense is in real big trouble. I mean, he is the offense, though. He is, that's and the, that's with, the problem. With play. all the injuries,
2: I mean, Lamar Jackson is the offense. So, And you know, they don't I, need
1: him in a slump.
2: Yeah, and, and the thing about it, too, is I feel like any team he plays, they know Lamar Jackson is the offense. If you stop Lamar Jackson, the Ravens have no shot of doing anything else with all the injuries, right? Yeah. So I just feel like you're right. He can't be in this slump. He has to play a lot better. But I'm, try, I'm just trying to figure out what he can do because if you look towards the beginning of the season, in my opinion – He was having an MVP type season. Sure, he
1: was in the conversation for sure. He was in the
2: conversation for sure. Yeah. So it's not about if he can – I don't feel like it's about if he can, you know, perform better, but I just feel like the Ravens have nothing else going for them um, as far as the defense is okay, right? Like you said, they've been playing a little better, but they're they're still going through injuries and different things. The offense, I mean, I understand Hollywood Brown is – you know, kind of. Have he's their a pretty, big play guy. Yeah, he's their big play guy. They got to find a way like to get Rashad Bateman involved. They need, they need involved. a little
1: more. Yeah, they need to get, find a way to get Rashad Bateman involved because mm-hmm. right now this offense, the passing game, runs through two guys: Mark Andrews and Hollywood Brown. They got to find a way to yeah. get. They got to find a way to get Sammy Watkins more involved and Rashad Bateman. I mean, Rashad Bateman, he's a. I mean, he's a good player. He, for a rookie they need to find a way to get him more involved now let me par let me parlay that the slump talk for lamar he had an incredible uh drive last week that should have to a real clutch drive to get them within one and of course then they decided to go for two which we discussed last week i wasn't a fan of but hey it is what it is um if i am going to take one i think it's gonna be i'm gonna take the browns coming off a bye uh i think uh They'll make enough plays in the run game and uh, in the pa- uh, play-action game uh, to score, and I just think this defense is still going to give Lamar some fits. Yeah, I'm going to Browns too. Um, I wanted to. I, I'm a Lamar
2: Jackson fan, and I wanted to pick the Ravens. Sure, and I know they're sitting at eight and four, and it's easy to pick them over the six and six Browns, but I just feel like the Browns have enough on this defense to be able to shut down Lamar. If you shut down Lamar. Or if you get in his head and he's having a bad it, – it's over with if you shut down Lamar. Yeah. You know, Lamar could go out there and throw for 200 yards and rush, rush for 100. But, I mean, that that's only going to mean so much. They don't have anything – any other weapons, I feel like, that sure. will make a difference. So, I'm going Browns.
0: Well, I think a lot of people are thinking the same thing we are. Browns are two-and-a-half-point favorite in this game. I got to go Browns, too. I believe they make enough uh, big plays – to uh, pull away in this game, uh, Ravens have the uh, worst defense when it comes up to giving up the big play. Um, so I, I look maybe Chubb Landry. Uh, Landry's starting to get worked in this offense a lot more. Uh, someone's going to make a big play in this game, and yeah, I think Browns end up winning this game.
1: And so. I think going off what you said to start it, Preston, uh, talking about that this is a you know, how big a game this is for Cleveland. I think they feel their uh, back is against the wall, and I think they're gonna they're gonna fight like it's they got nothing to lose
0: yeah absolutely house money uh titans jaguars you know this is an interesting game only because titans you know are skidding a little bit here this is a game they should win a, a game they should win big um you know eight and a half point favorite at home I, I i look for them to um get julio jones involved looks like he's gonna play sunday i think that's gonna be very important going forward and just trying to figure out this run game. I mean, they, I think they're skilled enough um, on offense to where they can still make some plays and do some things. They just got to be able to trust the offense and, um, you know, not put too much on Tannehill. So I, I'm yeah. ultimately going to go Titans, obviously. But um, Jaguars, I, I, I'm telling you, be careful in this they game. They got some fight. Yeah. Yeah. That defense um, still is solid.
2: But What is it saying that Derrick Henry's been out for how long now? has it's been it's almost and He's still almost in team. rushing in the n f l yeah how crazy is that that's nuts. well it took like, it nuts. took like
0: two weeks I think for yeah, Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor for to Jonathan finally pass Taylor him. To pass him after he got hurt That just
2: shows how it big shows of a it. deal this guy yeah. is like this guy's big time, and um I've been alluding to this all year. I just don't feel like Tannehill's Hill's gonna be able to take the Titans to the next level, you know, put the team on his back, like you will want from your quarterback and you know take him to. The promised land, I guess, but um, I'm still gonna. I mean, against the Jags, <laughs> yeah, you, you got to go out and perform. I Absolutely. mean, the Jags. Well, let's be honest. I,
1: th- we're just gonna say the same thing we said about the Rams last week. Yeah, if no, you're a top team, yeah, you got to beat the bad teams. Like they, you're supposed to. Yeah, and exactly. You, and that, you need that, to make it convincing. For yeah, yeah, for sure. Let let people know <laughs> that so yeah, they I'm are gonna not go Titans. you cl- they're not on the same level? Yeah. I'm gonna go Titans as well because again, like I just said. Uh, this is basically the same thing we said about the Rams last week. That if the Titans want to be a contender, you have to beat these bad teams and beat them convincingly. Yeah, um, I do. I know Jeremy McNichols is going to be back this week. Uh, Hillard's, I think, going to be out for the Titans. I just don't. I don't understand why they aren't just sticking with Foreman for the most part, and let the. I mean, third down backs; so those guys can do that, but. Let let Foreman try to be that let him eat. balance. Let him eat. Let him be that balance to help Tannehill. Yeah. Because if you can get him that run game for that game managing style, then you're you're kind of back to where you were. I mean, you're not. It's not Derrick Henry, but no. again, if you have a balance for that offense, then you can make things work. So sure, I think you know. they're going to figure it out this week against the Jags, uh, and I think they're going to handle business
0: and get the win this next game is very reminds me a lot of this Titans jaguars is Chiefs raiders raiders obviously a little bit of a team than the jags are but same kind of situation here chiefs been rolling lately getting things kind of going kind of waking up Uh, i feel like it's you know the the giants awake now and the chiefs i don't know if they're still the the super bowl caliber team yet Uh, i think there's uh, you know a few more questions for that to be answered before that but um I expect them to beat the Raiders, and I want them to beat the Raiders convincingly. Send the Raiders off um, into the night, put them uh, put them to bed because this has already been a, an, a roller coaster season for them. They're sitting at six and six. I think you can put the final nail in the coffin with them, and uh, um, you know uh, show the world that the Chiefs are back essentially. So.
1: I just basically had this down as just basically a horror movie sequel part two. I mean, it was a slaughter the first that first meeting. I think it's going to be a slaughter again the second meeting. I think the defense is, I mean, it is playing at a higher level when Man, met they met the first time, and this that this is that game where that offense looked like the Chiefs' offense. Yeah. So I think they're just going to do the same thing at home. I think they're going to beat them and beat them convincingly.
2: Yeah. And I, I agree. I think the Chiefs are going to go out there and, and, and kick some ass against the Raiders. Um, that that offense, I, I I know the Raiders, the Chiefs have been getting a lot of hate about how they've been winning. But you know, like I talked about before, I just like the fact that they're winning. Yeah. Right. That's the number one thing. I don't care how it looks as long as you get the job done. So if the Chiefs can go out there and put on a flawless performance against the Raiders, cool. I guess we can say sure. they figure some shit out, but yeah. I feel like they've been figuring it out the last what seven games.
0: You winning know is I mean? winning. So
2: winning is winning.
0: Yeah, um, it's hard to win in an NFL but I period. Do, so. But I
2: do expect the Chiefs to go out there and put up some put up some pretty good numbers against the Raiders. You know, the Raiders are just they've fallen apart. They fell apart a long time ago to me, and they sure. kind of held it together just yeah. a little bit, but. It's pretty much over and done with, with the Raiders. So.
1: Yeah, I think they're going to be starting to look more questions into the offseason. <clears throat> uh, yeah, they lose this game, and then they start looking into that. You know, you look at the future of Derek Carr with them. Uh, you look at any other pieces, you know, who's going to be, you know, who are they going to get in to be the head coach? This Is Mike Mayock right? going to be back next year as GM? Um, clearly yep. it hasn't worked out the time he's been there. So it's going to be real interesting. I I think, like I said, I like the Chiefs. I think they're going to blow them out. And then I think they're just going to move on to the next week. Yeah, Raiders
2: just need to go ahead and plan on rebuilding, man. Yep, That's the only thing they can do. The only thing I can say about
1: the Raiders in any of their favor, and it's just like like any game, you know, next week the Chiefs have the Chargers. This is a battle for the uh, AFC West between those two. Uh, It's just staying focused against the Raiders and not looking ahead. Uh, to the next week. If they do that, then the Raiders can stick around. Um, but I just think they're going to be focused and they're going to want to beat the brakes off them and look to look to stay strong going into the against the Chargers.
0: Yep. Uh, Saints Jets. Not much to talk about in here. Uh, I mean, Kamara's back. Jets are uh, yeah. Jets are tr- just absolute garbage. Uh, Saints yeah. Getting Kamara back. Got some things they got to figure out there. I mean they were. They were a couple plays away last week from making that a game against the Cowboys. I mean, it Cowboys uh, were up against the ropes there for a second. We uh, were able to make a few plays. Saints getting a playmaker back like in Kamara, I look for them to make some noise and uh, take care of the Jets pretty easy.
1: Yeah, it's um, getting him back is going to be huge. Uh, it's going to be just huge for that offense. I mean, he is the offense. Um, he is a straw that stirs that drink. And, uh, I mean, it's a, it's not a good offense. And it's going to be really much better without – they're not going to have Deontay Harris this week. Um, Mark Ingram's in COVID uh, protocol. So, it's going to be Kamara and then probably Montgomery or Jones, whoever. So, it's going to probably be heavy Kamara, just like, against that, like that game against Seattle earlier this year. I mean, he was it. The Jets aren't very good. They've got some they got some pe- decent pieces on offense. The defense is just not great. I mean, they they put up a fight against Philly last week. Um, they actually gave Philly a better game than uh, the Saints did earlier uh, earlier in the year, but I just like the Saints to win. The Saints, this is that time this is the time now for the Saints to try to make a move to push for a, uh, one of those wild card spots. They've got a pretty easy schedule going forward. Um I like the Saints. I think actually it'll probably be a little bit closer than some people think, but I like them to win.
2: Yeah, I'm going Saints. It's not too much to talk about for me, the Saints and the Jets. The Jets are trash. Um, like Philly said, if the Saints want to push for a playoff spot, I feel like they need to come out here and convincingly beat the Jets, right? Right. So it's one of those situations too where you need to even though their offense isn't, you know, they have their, their injuries and their people in COVID, pro, in COVID protocol. protocol, um, they have Kamara back. Yeah, so <laughs> at the end of the day, they need to come out here, run an offense through him, like Taysom Hill manage manage the game. Um and he needs go out there, and, go out there and get pitch. the victory. So
0: I'm oh, going Saints. There'll be a lot of dump offs in that game. Uh, Cowboys, Washington. Uh, like I'm
1: interested in this game. This I'm is a good game, absolutely. Game.
0: Yeah. Washington is starting to put some pieces together. Heineke is looking uh, more confident, l- more like an NFL quarterback. Yeah, yeah, I man. mean, he, he's adjusting very nicely. But ultimately, that defense for Washington is really starting to come starting together. to look, it's look starting like to look the look defense that
1: they all thought it was going to be. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Even without Chase Young, uh, but it's starting to look it's a little like, more like good, that defense.
2: I'm excited this, for this one.
1: Yeah, this is an exciting one. I'm actually, I mean, right now, even though I know they'll play one more time in Jerry World, uh, right now, would you say you think the winner of this game is probably gonna be the one that ends up winning the East? No. Do you just you think you think it's gonna be the second game that's gonna decide that? Uh,
2: more so. I mean Okay. I think let me I, let me let me tell you why I say no. I think the Cowboys are kind of like slipping right now. And I think this is the perfect time for Washington to come in and get a dub. Yeah, sure. And the the reason I say no is because I think Washington's going to win this game. I think they're going to take advantage of the fact that the Cowboys, even though they got a a win last week, Mm -hmm. they just haven't. Wasn't convincing. It wasn't convincing. They haven't looked as good. um, And they're still in that process of trying to figure out what they're doing. Yeah. So in the way Washington has been playing That defense How keep coming in here With all his confidence Like Preston said Looking more and more like an NFL quarterback I just feel like they have enough to get it To, to come in there and, and grab a victory away from Especially being at home Yeah. Especially being at home So that's why I say I don't think they're going to win the East
1: mm-hmm. But I
2: do think they're going to come out here And, and it's going to be a close game I'll say yeah. like I'm going to say 26 20- 7-23. So
1: Something who do you think is like a bigger threat to Dallas in this division, Washington or Philly? Well,
0: you know, we got to – I don't even know. How serious is Hurts' injury?
1: Yeah. Uh, gosh, yeah. I, I mean, it's a – I think it's a – is it a ankle injury? Yeah, I think – I mean, I it, it's, it's so weird. The ankle injuries are just so weird to yeah. tell, and especially for a guy who runs as much as he does. It's it's kind of I, I could I couldn't tell I don't know the certain, if it's a high ankle sprain then it could be pretty serious yeah I don't I think it might be a more of a low grade ankle sprain either
0: way I think Washington probably still is yeah. um, they're just more the complete team um,
2: and they're playing with so much more confidence
0: that's so my only thing I, I think Washington can get go in there and win this game tomorrow or Sunday um, but I I think maybe peaking a little too soon. Sure. I mean, it kind of one of those things where they're hot right now. Uh, because I'll tell you right now, if Cowboys win this game, Washington's done. Not just for the year. I mean, not just for the playoffs, but could be done for the year. Because this is the kind of game that can ruin, you know. You kind of fall to – those teams that fall to seven losses already, you're kind of like, okay, I have to win out to have a shot at the playoffs. Yeah. I don't think anyone's getting in at nine and eight. I mean, there's a, there's a chance, but – uh, I, I just don't see that happening. I think if Cowboys are able to come back down to earth, and say, "Hey, okay, we're the better team here. Let's play like it. Go out there and get the W." Then it, it could be a long night for Washington. But um, I, I don't know. I, I still I like Washington's peaking. Cowboys are you know uh, all over the place. I, I'm gonna go Washington. I'm gonna go ahead and go Washington this game. I do like it close as well. Uh, I think that Cowboys still got to figure some stuff out on offense. So I think it is kind of low scoring. Um, I don't even know what the uh, over under is. Let's see real quick. It is uh, 48. I definitely like the under in this game. I'm going to go
1: 21 17. I'm going to go Dallas uh, for the main point that I just think they've got too many playmakers. for that defense to really stop. I think, you know, Amari hasn't played great, but he's due for a big game here. Um, <clears throat> even though I think the big playmakers end up being CD. It's uh it's going to be, I think it'll be another game where Pollard is going to break out a big play, uh, in that run game. And like we said last week, I, I think Pollard should start getting more looks at the number one. And if that's sitting Zeke, cause he's banged up, that's fine. I think he should be getting a few more looks at number one, but, I just think Dak Dak is the better quarterback, and it's time to step up and start playing for that contract. Um, I know we talked about him earlier in the year was playing really well. We need he I, he needs to come back to it, and I think this is the kind of game that he can. Um, I do agree. I don't think it's going to be. I don't think it's any kind of. I think it's going to be a close game. I'm going to say twenty eight twenty four. I could see uh, Parsons or Diggs making a big play on defense. But I just think the playmakers on Dallas are just going to be too much for that Washington defense that is playing better, but I just think it's just going to be too much for them.
0: Yep. Did you give your pick already, Antoine?
1: He took Washington. I thought you took Washington. I did. Okay. No, I am. I just want to make sure before I cut you off. (laughs) Yeah.
0: All right, look, the next few games are absolute turd games, so let's just kind of jump through this real quick. Falcons, Panthers, obviously Panthers firing Joe Brady. Um, You know, McCaffrey looks like out for the year. You know, there's all sorts of just bad, bad stuff going on there. Um, however, it is at home. Falcons haven't had much going for him. I, I look for Cam Newton to have a decent game this week. Um, I think they'll be able to move the ball a little bit. But ultimately, I think Falcons become too much. And uh, I think Matt Ryan
1: has a pretty good game here. I'm going to go uh, Falcons on this one. I'm glad you brought up Matt Ryan because I want to ask this. They lose this game. And right now, I mean, the Falcons are – you know, they're not I don't. – they're not making the playoffs. Right. You know, I mean, I think we all think they're probably not making the playoffs. Is it going to be time in this offseason where they – and I'm not – and he's having actually having a pretty good year. Yeah. He's not having a bad year by any means. I mean, uh, he's got – he's thrown completely 68% of his passes. He's thrown for almost 3,000 yards, 16 TDs, 11 interceptions. Unfortunately, he's got one TD in his last five games or his last uh, four games with five picks they don't make the playoffs is it time for the atlanta management to start considering about moving on from matt ryan i think it's time for them to draft somebody to keep under matt ryan so you say you give matt probably one more year draft someone to give him maybe one more year he's in his 13th year at in atlanta i mean i've
2: never felt like i think matt ryan's a really good quarterback i've never felt like he was a Great quarterback, I guess if that makes sense. Sure, that makes sense. Um, he had that one great year where he won MVP, yeah. Then went to the Super Bowl and fucked it off. But um, you know, I think that it's time. I don't. I think it'll be if if the Falcons are planning their future. I feel like the best move is for them to draft somebody, um, draft somebody so that can sit under him. Because you know, Matt Ryan's going to go in there as long as he doesn't get injured. He's going to go in there and he's going to produce. Yeah. To, to a certain level, right? And he's still an MVP-type quarterback. He's still a Super Bowl playing court. Like, he went to the Super Bowl, um, you know, pro Bowl, or all that. I feel like they need to draft somebody, let them develop under Matt Ryan, and then go from there. Don't just get rid of Matt Ryan yeah. and, and
1: well, let draft me ask somebody
2: you, and expect them to take over.
1: Well, let me ask you this, Preston. Is there anybody worth looking at for Atlanta to draft uh, this year? Because this draft class – it's not exactly got a ton of, like, big-name candidates. No, I mean, there's been so, there's solid guys that are going to be coming in this draft. But is there anybody here that you look at where Atlanta just looks at it and says, like, okay, this could be our guy?
0: It, you're right. It, it's not a good uh, good year for them to start looking at that, especially in the, the draft position they're going to be in. Um, man, I, I don't know. I, I would say – you really got to look at, uh, uh, you know, Julio Jones leaving. It was such a weird thing because I felt like Julio Jones – I know he's been hurt and all that, but it just feels like he got old overnight. It was really weird because I was expecting him to go to the Titans and light it up. Of course, mm-hmm. hasn't happened due to injury and other things like that. So, But the Falcons, I mean, all of a sudden losing a, a guy like that, you know, a, a staple in your offense – it seems like they've just kind of lost it all. Like, they just don't have any
1: identity. So, to payback on that, yeah. should we give Matt Ryan a little bit of a break this year? Because Calvin of, Ridley yeah, Calvin also Ridley. stepped right. away because so kind of where the I'm mental out. health. And then, and
2: then on top of that, what type of team is Atlanta putting around Matt Right? Yeah. So You know what I mean? There there, there aren't too many crazy showstoppers on that well, team. sure. So.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, let's not forget, they were running, you know, even the last few years – They've had one or two backs rotating in there, running the football really you know. well, uh, playing a little bit of defense, you know, things like that. Now it's like I don't even know this. I, you watch a Falcons game. I, I don't recognize a lot of players. You just don't see – you know, obviously Patterson is a very virtual tool that they can use. Sure. I mean, he's the one highlight, I guess you could say. Team uh, this, uh, this team that seems been. And Kyle Pitts has kind
1: of picked it up Pitt, a little Pitts, bit.
0: Pitts shows, you know, signs where – I mean, he's got – you know, it's kind of funny. He's it's got – Almost fifty catches now, seven hundred nine yards, one touchdown on the season.
1: See, that's that's been the big. There's that's been the biggest.
0: Just, they're problem. not clicking. I'm telling yeah. you, this, there's something going on here. The pitch is a beast. Too, it, it, it's I just, like it's slide, a very man. odd uh, situation that's going on here. Uh, I think Falcons got to look themselves in the mirror and figure something else out. Uh, but ultimately, I think they get the win this weekend, and that, that's a that's a step yeah, in the right I'm, direction. Get the but like they've got
1: to figure some stuff out. Yeah, I'm going Falcons as well. I'm going to go Carolina just because I think Carolina's defense is just a little bit better. Yeah. Um, I do. I, now that being said, Carolina's offense—I mean, it, it could be in some disarray. I don't know what they have, what you know, who the next guy up is. It's not like Joe Brady was exactly, uh, you know, calling an amazing time uh, in a uh, when the offense when he was uh, when everybody was healthy. He wasn't still uh, doing a great job anyway. But uh, I think they'll have enough. They got. They got more playmakers on their side of the ball than uh, Atlanta does. So, I think they'll find a way to make a play. Um, like, said, so this could be an easy tw- – this could be a 24-21 game. Yeah. So, do you guys think, though – I mean, just
2: really quick, just then we can move on. Do you guys think they should put somebody – like, in, maybe in the next two years, put somebody under Matt Ryan? Or do you oh, think well, they should have even, gone?
0: I, mean, it's a, I, I don't think it's any question. you got to start. They have to for start the looking to that
1: future. I, I do. just
0: don't know what you waste on a high pick to get a If it, someone this, falls in your lap, go for it. Class, but,
1: like, so this draft class, exact, like I said, this draft class isn't exactly just brimming with like top guys, especially where they're going to be drafting at. Yeah. I mean, they could actually just look and go in at receiver. Yeah. Because right now, you know, with. Uh, with Calvin, what's but say what's what's the odds that Calvin may not do this again next year? What's their pick? I mean, right oh, there, no, no they're idea. probably going to be in that middle like, team. they will be oh, okay. right in the middle. I mean, okay. seventeen, yeah, maybe? yeah. 15,
0: yeah. So, seventeen. I mean,
1: they got some good defensive guys, so I think offensively they may want to look at uh, adding some uh, may add some more yeah. weapons. Yeah, I'm willing yeah. to give Matt Ryan the kind of get out jail free card this year because one, yeah, he's lost Julio. Two, Calvin really left the team. Uh, when the, I think they were still kind of, they had maybe a winning record when they left. When he left, um, but I'm willing to give them. A, but I do agree they have to start looking into the future, uh, start looking at what it's going to be like post Matt Ryan. So 100%. I'm willing to give him this the, this year, uh, you know, a pass because of everything that's gone on. But I think next year, if he's looking to keep his future in Atlanta, he's really going to have to step it up. Yeah. or Atlanta's just going to have to cut bait. You know draft a guy and just go and just just go into it blindly and just write it out
0: well speaking of a franchise that might be starting over here soon uh, Seahawks Texans this weekend I mean once again just two very disappointing teams uh, I think Texans honestly is the worst team in uh, in the league I think they'll end up with the number one pick um, uh, they yeah I mean and that's rightfully so I thought this that's what the whole plan was to be the worst team and somehow the Lions kept losing. <laughs> um, but Seahawks got the win last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, surprising. Very yeah, surprising, very surprising. Yeah, very surprising. It's kind of funny though. Um, Russell Wilson looked, pretty, you know, started looking decent last week, no. uh, and that's about where they were saying um, his recovery time would have been yep. if he So more like he should have returned this week. So I look for the Seahawks to get after it this week, put up some points, get Tyler Lockett uh, going. And, uh, yeah, score some points on this Texans defense.
1: I think they're going to score a lot of points. My, I want to talk about real quick because I shared it with you guys earlier. There's been that rumor mill going on with uh, Russ going in for next year. I just wanted to – if you guys saw that, they, he – I guess apparently there's three other teams outside of Philadelphia that he's willing to waive his no-trade clause to go to, and that's the Broncos, Giants, and uh, New Orleans. The Broncos in New Orleans make total sense. No, why the, why the fuck would you want to go to the Giants? I'm not saying. I'm saying the Broncos. That's what I'm saying. I don't understand the Giants. Yeah, I don't the, get that. I mean, the Giants
0: is probably a big market. I mean, probably go up there and finish off your career in a big market. So I is know. that is
1: it I means that kind of same thing than for Philly then too? But do you want to win? I, I mean, he's already he's, not, won, he's already
0: won. I, I mean, like, but
2: it don't mean that he wants to go out there and lose. No.
0: It doesn't mean he doesn't want to. You Know just go somewhere and hope for the best. I mean, I get it. Maybe trying to go make some money, him and it sure. It sounds like Sierra has a lot of effect on his career, so Sierra. She, she might want to be in New York. Let's, mean, let's, uh, hey,
1: let's not bullshit. Sierra have a lot of effect on our lives. We were yeah, married to her too, sure. but just real quick, just rank them for me. What rumors? What's your give me just four to one how you would rank those uh, rumors? Who would you like to see you know, out of those four? Who would you like to see him go to if he did leave? I mean, I think the Saints make the most sense. The Saints, definitely.
0: Uh, I would say probably the Saints. You know, that's why, obviously, I know Taysom Hill does a lot of other things, but they just keep throwing money at that guy. Eventually, they got to understand that he's not the answer. He knows where some bodies are hidden. They he know has to be. there's something. But they
2: they know he's not the answer. Though. Well, that's why they had him well, as they a keep, utility guy. I know, but
0: they keep paying him this insane amount of money not for, to be a utility guy. Like, no, someone in that organization thinks that this guy could be a quarterback if they build build around it, and no. that's Sean
1: Payton. That is Sean Payton. I mean, I guess
0: so because I mean that, that's, that's the want. only thing. It's just
1: it doesn't make any sense. But
0: virgin. Um Either way, I definitely think Russ there makes the most and I think there's a pretty good uh, pretty good chance that he's not there next year so
1: it sounded more and more with all the there's clearly smoke there I agree with you if I win it I would go Saints Broncos Philly than the Giants the Giants to me make no sense uh, I know they've got some pieces there but they're they're also a team that is like it's like Mr. Glass for that offense everybody, everybody gets hurt every everybody. week. There's something
0: look. There's something to that about New York. I'm starting to like connect the dots here because Yankees can't stay healthy either, and that, I mean, that's a whole other thing. So maybe there's something to New York. They don't I not, agree. They don't, there's something. Maybe like the
1: it's the touch Hudson River. Yeah. Yeah. Water. But uh, as for this game, though, yeah, I like Seattle big in this one. I think they're just they are actually the better of the bad teams. Uh, I think they're going to end up getting the W. Uh, Russ is going to have a big day. Metcalf or uh, Metcalf might be the guy they need to get going because he has been slow out the gates the last few weeks, and so
2: he I was think he'll be. I think he's on track earlier in the year.
1: He might be, <laughs> yeah, maybe so. You know, I mean, he might be focused on girls DMing him, trying to set up threesomes. Who knows? Or changing his hair color? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, but his hair color is basically a mood ring; it just depends on what color it is. <laughs> but uh, no, I like Seattle this week, and uh, again, I, I agree. It's going to be an interesting off-season with Russ. I'm going to Seattle too. That's easy for me, yeah. though. I mean,
2: Seattle has way more talent than the Texans. The Texans don't know what the fuck they're doing. Like you said, they're trying to get the first pick. I yeah. don't even, you know. They're, there's, probably,
0: there's some pride there's some, in that organization, too. I mean, they're not going to just lay down and take it. Uh, kind of like Seattle. Huh,
1: oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the Texans. That means no, that no, no. Seattle does lose. <laughs> no one's going to be more, hurt like, pumping his fist in the air than uh, Preston. He's been pushing for them to, to basically close just, the doors. Yeah, close <laughs> the door. <Yeah>. close. <laughs>
0: Um, listen, okay, this next game, now like I alluded to last week, because I had a good hunch, and I, I, I'm probably going to have to change my mind a couple times while we're, to have this conversation, but it, it's the Lions and the Broncos, alright? Listen here. What is there to talk about? Broncos, big win two weeks ago, gets the Chargers, turn around, no offense, gets the Chiefs. Yeah. Uh, you know, take a, take a nail last week. Lions... Big win last week, so you got a six to six team and a one and ten and one team, right? Tell me why I feel really, really good about the Lions right now. I don't
1: know why they're playing at Denver. Okay. I just my thing is is that I mean I don't know if Denver's even that much better than Minnesota, so I get it. I you know you look at it, Denver, Denver isn't much. I don't think Denver. I mean defensively they might be better, but yeah. offensively Either there is, is no identity for that offense Zero. right now. Either way Zero. it
2: goes, they're better than the Lions. So Dang. was Minnesota.
1: I guarantee Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota too. To, yeah, yeah, that's so. what I'm saying. Like,
2: yeah, I you don't can know. compare I, Denver and Minnesota, but they're not I, playing. I don't know. The
0: pissing me off. I'm
1: picking the Lions. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I am
2: figured <hear> that would in any case. What? i take it. in denver i, I, I all feel day. good it, oh, god yeah Preston and your feel good shit you had one good week and i just all don't of know <laughs> i you know
1: I, maybe it comes back to buy me i'm gonna ride with denver on this no, it's
0: a safe bet i mean bro- broncos no, are take so, denver, bro. let's not don't forget don't what three weeks ago a month ago preston was feeling pretty good about the broncos for a second yeah that, future, yeah, off, that so. future as soon as you put that
1: future <laughs> on them you basically cost sudden, them their future kinda, for the season
0: they kind of fell apart wheels came off but i'm telling you i don't know i like the lions i I think they got a little bit of momentum this uh, in this. They'll go in there. It'll be a real physical game.
1: I think the one positive for uh, for Denver anyway is I think they found their running back in the future for sure. Javante Williams he oh, he yeah. played he, good he's he's these last few weeks. He's been playing really well. I think obviously Melvin Gordon's going to get some running. He should. I mean Melvin Gordon's still a solid running back, but Javante Williams going forward. I mean that offense, I don't know who would be the quarterback going forward, but for them he's going to he's going to make guy a quarterback's life a much easier for that team going forward. Uh I look to hit him to have regardless of what the score is, I think he's going to have a big game.
0: Yep, I agree. Um Giants Chargers uh giants i don't even know if they know who's going to be the quarterback jake Fromm. jake Fromm. okay so yeah, jake I, I, from heard the, I heard Frum. the name a few times forgot he was still in the league
1: yeah i, I didn't um, know he was in the league, in the league yeah know. i didn't even know he was in the league i, I like That's the chargers crazy. to get
0: going now only issue is obviously yeah. right now you've got um keenan allen and mike williams and someone else there's another guy out all on the uh COVID list right now so not sure exactly who's gonna be lining up at receiver so I like the under big time in this game okay because I don't think either team's gonna score a ton uh, if if those guys are all out um, but I still think there's way too much talent with the Chargers they have they, Justin Herbert they've got Herbert enough to be a game changer they're gonna win this game Ecclesin. but Ecclesin. It, it is going to be a
1: low scoring game I think um, I think the Giants' defense is playing much better. I think that's the one positive I can say about them. Uh, the, this is the time right now, coming off that big win in Cincinnati last week, coming with that win. This is the time now for the Chargers to make a run if they want to be like considered any kind of legit contender to win the AFC. They've got they had the Cincinnati last week. They got the Giants this week. They got the big game next week against the Chiefs. Then they get Houston, Denver, and Vegas. All three winnable games. They're still in the hunt for the AFC West. They got to win this game. I uh, don't care who's. I don't. Game. I don't care who's out. They have to win this game 100%. to keep keep the confidence going forward. Going into next week's game against the Chiefs, they get them at home. I like Justin Herbert to make plays. It could be a big Jared Cook game, uh, but I see him making a, uh, enough big plays to pull away and then I uh, get ready for the Chiefs next week. I like the Chargers. Yeah,
2: the Chargers have to go in there, man. I mean, the Giants just, I know some things are starting to click just a little bit, but they haven't shown me anything.
1: Really. Defense, to me, is the only thing like, that's been clicking They don't out.
2: have, what's the identity?
0: No, they don't Saquon's have
2: been. been out. Daniel Jacobs hasn't really done shit. Um, the Chargers need to go out there and bust some ass. Point blank period like Yeah, you just this said. is this is a game they like we said go out about there the Titans. And bust some ass. If they go out there and lose this game, what the fuck are they? Doing? Yep. No, <laughs> so yeah, for sure. I'm gonna pick the Chargers, um, just because they have. You know, I feel like you know they, even though some of the receivers are out, I feel like Eckler is gonna make a big difference. I mean, Eckler not too long ago just had four touchdowns against me in fantasy football. So he's still uh, pissed about that. Uh, oh, so salty salt, about it. Salt. So salty. All right. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go Chargers.
0: Are you boys ready for my loser, loser leaves town game?
1: This is my fraud game right here. Let us go.
0: Niners, Bengals.
1: This is a to me, six to six forty niners
0: game. versus seven to five Bengals. Whoever loses can pack up their their chances to go to the playoffs. Period. Um, the reason why I put that on the Bengals, uh, even if they lose, or you know, sit that seven and six. Their road after that does not get any easier. Broncos on the road, uh, Ravens at home, uh, Chiefs at home on the road, and Cleveland. That's a tough road to finish the season. Yeah, They've got to win this game. I mean, this is a must-win game for them to have any hope of getting into the playoffs. Niners lost a, a terrible game last week Those against the loss. Seahawks, especially having some explosive players on offense um, you know, with Kittle and everything. This is important, uh, both teams. I mean, if it's. I don't even know which way I really want to go in this.
1: Honestly, this seems like a put like a toss up. game. It
0: really is. And um, aha man, not I, I. need to know um,
1: Niners. Uh, what's his name? Running back um, Elijah Mitchell. Elijah Mitchell. No that one. What um, Debo? Debo. But Debo's. I don't think Debo's going to play. I, I don't. I don't That's think he's. what I was about to say. Is hold on. Let me. Let me. Let me double check that. Whether he's
0: playing or not kind of affects a little bit of how Did I feel about this back? game. I mean, well, he's a, he's kind of a utility. He's, he's a yeah. Guy, he's
1: a utility, utility guy. Dump. They're running him a lot. Is kind of yeah. what I meant. Yeah. Um, Let's see here. It looks like he he didn't practice yesterday. Uh, we'll see if I don't know if he's practiced today. Um, I mean, it's going to be it's going to be interesting. I think, yeah, with Devo obviously makes a difference.
0: Um, real quick, and also um, Burrow, how how's his hand doing? Yeah, I mean, I'd uh,
1: rather have a broke pinky Burrow than he didn't. He didn't play. He didn't <laughs> practice yesterday. I know he didn't.
0: I think he'll play no matter what. My only issue is is it just a real run heavy offense all all game, which. You know what? Mixing can probably yeah,
2: help. It can, Mixing yeah, probably carry I was just that about to say that.
0: But if the Niners are playing for that, I mean, this kind of works in their advantage where they're going to play a sloppy uh, physical game. Um, man, I, I don't know. I, I think oh, – I'm going to go Niners. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to go Niners on this. I think they'll be able to be a more complete game in the in the in this situation, and uh, they'll get the dub.
2: Yeah, I'm going to go – Damn, Preston.
1: That's that's uh, this uh, is such a
0: tough
2: one. You know, just looking at it, I feel like I would rather have – if Burrow's out there, I feel like he's going to be more of a pawn. They're going to do, like, short I, – I don't think that – because that pinky's on his throwing hand. Yeah. So I don't feel like they're going to have any type of big play threat. Uh, I feel like, if anything, they're going to do some short slants, some out routes to kind of – go through Mixon. I'm, I'm going to go Bengals. I'm yeah. going to go Bengals because if, if I had to lean on somebody, I'd rather lean on Mixon than anybody else. And, you know, Burrow, if he can just play through the pain a little bit. I've seen Brett Favre play. I've seen Donovan McNabb play on a broken foot and Brett Favre play with a broken thumb. All that <laughs> bullshit, dude. Like, Burrow, you better go out there with that little ass pinky and fucking and, yeah. and play and play ball. You know what yeah. I mean? So, if he can even just have play... A half decent game. I'll just see the Bengals making more plays and getting it done.
1: Um. Oh God, this is tough. <sighs> I like. I think I'm gonna. I'm gonna go pressing on this one. I think I'm gonna like the Niners. I don't know how. I don't know if I like either pick. Honestly, right now, I do think <sighs> the loser of this is This would be like this is the my fraud game. Whoever loses this, I think is a big fraud. Now I know the Niners have been on the come up. As of late, I mean, they had that bad loss last week, but I mean, even still, they're still in the fight for, you know, second. You know, they're still in the fight for a wild card spot, but you know, uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna ride with the I'm ride with the Niners. They got enough guys on defense with Fred Warner and Joey Bosa or with uh, Nick Bosa to make plays and make life a little uh, terrible for uh, Burrow. Mixon's the difference maker for me for Cincinnati if they do pull it out. But I just think – I think Ayuk and Kittle are going to make some big plays. And yeah, I think I they'll too. make enough to keep the Bengals at bay. And I just think the Niners are going to pull away.
0: All right. Now, this is an interesting game too because, um, one, I, I look for one team to start flexing their muscle. And the other needs to start winning start winning now. And that's this is the Bucks bills game this is a uh, um, primetime game or er, no excuse me prime, afternoon, afternoon primetime game is what I meant yeah. is what I was trying to say uh, so it, it's the focus of the afternoon um, look we didn't even allude to it yet the Bills Patriots game on Monday was crazy it
1: was
0: uh, just run 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 and then try to watch Josh Allen throw in that wind it was crazy Did bills lose this game go there. Bills lose this game and ultimately put them in a, a spot to where it's like, okay, who has the Bills actually won uh, against this season? Because you start looking at their, their losses, and obviously they had the real bad loss against uh, Jacksonville. But, um, you know, game one, Steelers, uh, you know, lose against the Steelers. That's a bad loss. That's a bad loss at this point, right? Uh, beat the Dolphins. Beat the Washington football team. uh, Crush the Texans, beat the Chiefs. All right, so now we're like, okay, they're for real, you know. But that's when we found out. Well, who are the Chiefs? Like, yeah. are, are they really that good? All that they lose to the Titans, they beat the Dolphins, they lose to the Jags, take care of the Bills or that the Jets, excuse me, lose to the Colts, uh, beat the Saints, and then lose to the Patriots. So, so you're looking at basically they play a good team, they lose. That's um, what it sounds.
1: That's what it sounds like. I mean. That's and I think they beat the Chiefs and Washington at a time when they were they weren't the teams that they are now. Oh, yeah, they're much not. better teams now. They caught them. Now. Yeah. 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 they caught them at the right time.
0: Absolutely. And then you flip that and you go, okay, the Bucks. Well, uh, the Bucks haven't lost since Washington got rolling. Yeah. Uh, so they've put some uh, three good wins in a row. I look for them to start flexing that muscle to be like, okay, guys, we are the reigning Super Bowl champs. And we're planning on doing it again this year. And at um, home too. This would be a statement win, in my opinion. Um, it's at home, so you're going to have a, a little bit of home cook in there. I, I'm telling you, I like the Bucks to go in there and send a message. And I don't, I just don't know where that puts the Bills the rest of the season.
1: This is another one that was, uh, um, where the Bills. It's going to be another fraud game because the Bills lose this again. They easily could get that fraud label. I feel like they can get it now. Um. I don't know. They, it, they well, no. up I, I, this is the kind of game that could change that around. I mean, this so if they win
2: this game and lose, who do, who do the Bills play next, person?
0: Yeah, they. Let's
2: see. Here. I'm only. I'm only saying that just to say, like they've just been so inconsistent. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So see, I feel like
0: here's the big thing. This is why we may not get a ton of answers. That's why it's on a loser leave town kind of game uh, for the for the Bills in that in that sense. Is that they've got the Panthers, Patriots, Falcons, Jets? They're going to go three and one in that stretch. Probably, they'll probably take care of business. Who, who they play next week? And, so, and next week is the Panthers.
1: So, okay, right. so this is so. Let's just say it like this: This is a if we're going to call it. This is the must win. This is the team that. Ha, this is a must win game for the Bills. Yes. 100%. Even at seven and five, because they could turn around, win this game in the Panthers, then that. Patriots game becomes the fraud game you win two in a row then head back you go uh, into New England and you know you've won two games you' beaten a good Tampa Bay team you beat the Panthers you kind of filling yourself a little bit and you go into New England you lose that game then you're you're just you're officially labeled frauds so I this is the must win game of the week for at least for this team uh, I don't think they're gonna get done I think ta- I think Tom is going to take advantage Notre javius white. Uh, that that defense isn't playing very well. I like uh, I like Tom to have a big day, and I like the uh, Bucks to keep rolling.
2: Yeah, I'm going Bucks. It was a no brainer for me. I just feel like um, <clears throat> I just hate inconsistent. I understand the Bills are still in it, but I, I just hate the fact that they're just so inconsistent. I don't know what what's the difference between this year and last year because I don't feel like they made too many changes, but they're not like clicking. Like they were last year. No, there's, right? there They're is not. something. I there's think something, there's
1: something off. I thought their run game was better last year. It offered a little bit of balance. Zach Moss was he seemed like a yeah. bit of that difference maker for them last year. Yeah. he's been pretty much non-existent. Devin Singletary. Yeah. I mean, this, if they go into the next, this off season and need to spend any kind of money, they need to get a legitimate. You know, 100%. running back because that's what I think this offense is missing. I think it's the run, a run, game run game last year, yeah. And you know, it's weird. Sunday, I thought Monday night they would run Josh Allen more than they did, yeah. and it may, maybe the Patriots were pre, were prepared for that and they knew the conditions going in, and so they just they were sitting on them to uh, run Josh Allen more. But I just think, and I, I just don't think be able to do any running against the the Bucks either. You're talking about one of the better run defenses in the league. And if,
2: if you're playing if you're if you're playing inconsistent or you're trying to figure stuff out or figure out an identity for what you're doing, the wrong team to do that against is the the Bucks. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then on top of that, the wrong guy to have leading the Bucks, Tom Brady. Right, yeah. I'm not saying for the Bucks, but I'm saying like you can't go against Tom Brady and his team, his super team, and be inconsistent like that. If so they I ever think the need- Bucks, I'm with
1: Preston. Bucks if, are going to come out there flexing. I, if they ever needed Josh Allen to have a like a like a vintage like kind of Josh Allen game, it's this week. Yeah, but like you said, the run game opens that up. Yeah, and I, but I mean, and even the if they even if, all, and I'm talking about him. I mean, yeah. he's he is the he is the, the key. I mean, and no, his 100%. legs. i his legs are the key. Yeah, his leg cause extending plays and just you know making big runs. Yeah. You just have not seen that from them uh, as of late, and that's what really been hurting, along with a non existent run game for the running backs. So, if he could just find that kind of game, then I think that gives him a good chance. 100%. But again, I just, you know, I don't think they're going to find it this week, and I think Tampa Bay is going to get the job done.
0: Yeah. Uh, Bucks. Yep. So, we're all going Bucks. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Next game probably going to be a blowout. We'll just Ugh. go ahead and just say it real quick. Uh, Bears-Packers. Uh, why is this
1: the
2: Sunday night Sunday game? Night. Why is this a Sunday night, night game? Because it's probably like the number one rivalry in football. Yeah. Like, but get the fuck out of here talking about why. I would is much rather have no, the Bills no, and Bucks. No, everyone like that. everyone that
0: game, said this game should have been it. flexed out. <laughs> it should have been <laughs> Bills, Bucks, Sunday mm-hmm. night football. But they give Packers-Bears...
1: Um, he's so offended right
2: now. I feel like I go fight you guys depending, right now.
0: Depending the on yeah, depending on weather and all that, I expect the Packers to go in there and take care of business, um, kind of get rolling because Packers are still that kind of a weird team to where you know we're all ready to kind of crown them as the uh, the king in the NFC, and then all of a sudden um, they just kind of have sputtered out. They had the the corona stuff with. Rodgers and, you know, a couple uh, – a loss um, – who was it? Oh, the Vikings um, just yeah. two weeks ago.
1: You know, it's kind of just a weird weird team is kind of where we're sitting with them. And it's kind of so, – that's been kind of the, the story of this this NFL season is that, you know, there hasn't been really too many, like, really consistent teams. I, we'll talk about one of them in this next game. But the Packers have just shown the kind of parody that it's been in the NFL this year. And this you know, one reason why everybody likes – you know the NFLs because there's just so much parity. Absolutely. Um, you know, I know you didn't want him to play again this uh, for the rest of the year, but you know, Justin Fields comes back <laughs> this week. Uh, is David Montgomery banged up? Is he, is he got any kind of questionable? Is he got a status or anything?
0: Um, Probably now that you know I'm not playing against him in fantasy. I mean, Montgomery had his know, best week of all time last week. week. Let me and, check that. Thank you. Um, no, ultimately, yeah, like you said, I mean, it's just kind of a it's a weird spot for the, the Packers to be in. But it's also maybe a good spot for them to be in because you kind of want to be everyone talking about Arizona and all that and just kind of creep up on mm-hmm. some teams late uh, because they have a tough remaining schedule, man. They're, they're at the Ravens next week. They got the Browns, the Vikings, and then finish uh, the year at the Lions. And Let's not forget, Lions might be the hottest team in football right now after that dub last I'm just
1: kidding. Shut the fuck <laughs> up, God. I'm just kidding. Now, uh, what was the score that the which, game that the uh, the the Packers ended up pulling away and blowing them out? Okay, they played them tough there for a little bit. Uh, the, the Lions played the Packers tough up until uh, about right. mid third quarter when they decided to go for it on fourth down. And yeah,
0: that's right. So 17 yeah, uh, yeah, so they, I mean, they played them tough,
1: but uh, I mean, I like the I like Green Bay in this game. You know, Aaron Rodgers has two teams in this game: one he plays for, and one he owns. I fucking hate you, bro. No, but I fucking uh, hate you. Uh, I mean, obviously, if there's yeah. anything, there's, is there anything wrong with Dave Montgomery? Yeah, man, he,
2: it looks like he's having some shoulder growing in gluteus maximus.
1: That sucks type. because but, uh, uh,
2: he was limited at practice. He practiced today.
1: But he was that's limited, good. Okay, so. so that's good because he's <laughs> been, he has been the offense. He is the offense. I, he 100%. is the offense. He's. But Justin Fields really coming good. back, I expect them to obviously get him more involved. Um, I just really – like you know, it's weird because he got hurt the following week, but I just really was impressed with Justin Fields against that Steelers defense yeah. on the road. He made a lot of plays. You know, David Montgomery was really great. Justin Def- Fields has natural talent, bro, yeah. but the system he's in, it's not going to work
2: for him. And I get you that. You don't draft a player like Justin Fields. But and you then can't, put can't. You, you, you have to play him.
1: into a system. You, no what, you, you have day to play him. No matter what, you have to survive the rest day of the season, day. but you have to play but him because he has to play these kind of games. I'm picking
2: the Bears against the Packers. I like I'm it. I'm picking my team. I'm sticking with it. I need them to fucking go out there and get this dub. <laughs> Because if the, if they if I lose, I have to shave my beard.
1: So, <laughs> what? Oh, that's that bet you made yeah. with Pat.
2: Me and Pat have a bet. That the Packers already, win both, he's already yeah. If, if they win both, game? both games,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh. I have to shave oh, my hey, beard at the, oh, yeah, the. I'm gonna
0: show. I'm gonna be wearing like an Aaron Rodgers jersey on Sunday. Just <laughs> hey,
2: Rod! Yes, I hate you, bro. Oh my no. god! No, I'm definitely, wow. I'm, definitely like, I'm definitely picking my bears. I don't care. That's good. Just That's the cool. Fields coming back. Hopefully they they put some type of offense together that to, that fits his style of play. Um, and I know that sounds crazy to say, but when you have a draft somebody as your franchise quarterback, and we'll get into it later, when you draft somebody as a franchise quarterback, you put you build around them, right? Point blank. Period. I don't feel like I need to say anything else. You build around now and you make it fucking work
0: hey real quick just just to kind of throw that out here because we need to move on but um you know obviously we all think uh, brown or the bears will probably clean house at the end of the season sure what about bringing in joe brady to that offense
1: so it just that really just depends on what he plans on doing uh if he goes after a job in college this is why I was my only hesitation about Joe Brady with OU is that I have constantly heard one he didn't really care for college, and he hates to recruit. He's always been more of an NFL guy. So, and then another thing is too is that he just got fired in his first, you know his first OC job, and now he's just been fired.
0: Yeah, but he I didn't think, even
1: I, finish the season. He didn't even finish the season.
0: I, I think he gets a pretty pretty good pass right out the gate, anyone looking in the situation, to be like, okay, he had to deal with Sam Darnold, who at he first – was balling at first, I, I though. That was an absolute mirage, clearly. And then all of a sudden to bring in a guy who's been sitting on the couch – and Cam Newton. I No, he was not Delta Fair. And McCaffrey hands. was
2: hurt most of the year.
0: McCaffrey, yeah. I mean, it, there's just one I, thing after another. I think he gets a little bit of a pass. I, I don't think the next organization. I just uh, don't know if they should we'll, let go we'll, of Teddy. I, I don't
1: think they should let Teddy go. Yeah. I mean, and I know Teddy hasn't done much for Denver, but you saw he actually, I mean, him and Joe Brady have actually, they've worked together before in New Orleans. When Joe Brady was an assistant there in New Orleans, I mean they've got some rapport, and Teddy, you know, he understands that his offense better than most do. So that was the biggest mistake. But again, I get and I get that, you know, he Sam Darnold clearly has shown that he's he he was not even close to being the guy that he started out the season to be. Um, but uh, I, you know, Joe, if they wanted to go get Joe Brady for the OC job, then I have at it. Um, I don't know who they'll go get for head coaching. That'll be interesting. They might look – maybe they look in the college level. Maybe someone stands out. But, yeah, I don't yeah. know what Chicago's going to do for the head coaching job. Bears, Chicago Bears, go offer Nick Saban $150
2: million, <laughs> seven-year contract.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> well, in I think we you know no, how that I'm worked out last time with no, Saban in the NFL. But, yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so two Packers, one Bears. Uh, Monday Night Football. Obviously, we'll be watching this uh, while recording on Monday's show. But Probably
1: the best game of this, this yeah, week's season. this play. is
0: a, a pretty good game right here because, um, you know, we're, I feel like, you know, they kind of eased um, Murray back into last game. He played
1: great last he, week He too. played
0: pretty well. And with the weather and everything like that, they weren't able to fully release, uh, you know, release him. So now they're back at home. Uh, Rams looked good last week. Um, like
1: they should have against a really yeah, bad team. Took
0: care of business last week. This is going to be a good game. I like to Man, hear what you guys a think. Good game. I'm going to Cardinals, bro.
2: I think the Cardinals. <clears throat> I think the Cardinals just, dude. They're just a better team, in my opinion. They're just a better team. I understand. The Rams have a lot of flashy pieces, meaning they have a lot of really good players, but they just haven't been able to consistently put it together consistently look dominant if you if you look at the Cardinals and what they've been able to do with Kyler out and now that they get him back and now that he's been back he's looked you know he looked good dude they're just gonna get better Hopkins is back Kyler is back their team is looking starting to get healthy I think they're gonna end there at home I think they're gonna go out there and I think they're gonna it's that I word honestly feel like they're gonna put
1: they're going to whoop some ass against the Rams. Well, they whooped so. their ass last time. Yeah, uh, but it's gonna... that word you said, consistency. Yeah, they have been the most consistent team 100%. in the NFL this year, even without Kyler. They went two and one with a uh, Colt McCoy in there, and they got beat by uh, a Niners team that was starting to get a little hot, um, and a Niners team that still had some talent. But even then, they went two and one in that when he was in there. They're ten and two right now. They just been the most consistent. They're literally AJ Green. If he knew a run call from a pass call play away from being actually eleven and one because that the that play was set up perfectly. Oh, perfect. And that sure. throw was perfect by Kyler. Um, so they they have been the most consistent team, and I think that I agree. I think that's going to continue. Uh, I don't know if they're going to they're going to beat their ass. I think the Rams are going to come in with a little bit more pride. They still have they still have those those good pieces. It's going to come down for them to Matt Stafford. who um, and, and that's that's the biggest issue to me. Yeah. And talk it's about inconsistent and inconsistent, inconsistent is, right now. He yeah. has been very inconsistent. Yeah. He needed that Jaguars game last week uh, um, to kind of try to get him back on the uh, going. They're playing a
2: completely different beast now, bro.
1: Yeah, they are. And I just think so. – Ari- but I do, I agree. I think Arizona is going to be just a little too much. I, again, I think it's going to be a closer game. I'm going to say, I would say probably like a 31 28 game, but I think Arizona Yeah, I think Arizona's going to win. I was really hoping that you guys would both go that way because
0: I'm feeling the Rams on this. Um, I'm feeling the Rams. I I agree with pretty much everything you guys said, though. I, I believe the Cardinals are the more complete team. I think they've got, you know, on paper, it looks like they're getting everything back, but consistency is extremely important. And they haven't had that opportunity to get everybody working together um, until last week. And Hopkins didn't play last week. So now you got Hopkins back. No, no, Hopkins played last week. He He got a touchdown. That's right. I should remember that. He caught against me. Yeah, he did. Uh, (laughs) Well, in In, in in the sense of you're still trying to get everybody working together again. I'm not completely sold that they're going to be able to do that. I think the Rams know they need this game. I think they know that uh, you know they got their asses kicked last time these two teams played, and they need to get in there and get a dub. And I, I believe this is kind of one of those moments where uh, maybe Sean McVay flexes a little bit here and uh, and ultimately gets that W. I think Stafford is a big piece in this. I think they're able to move the ball, and uh, hopefully your your boy um, OBJ can make some plays for him. So what <laughs> yeah well, better all that money he's making, right. Right. There is making okay there's the hate yeah so Here it goes. anyway exciting week of football like yeah. i mean there are some uh some turd games in there but ultimately some of those games mean a lot i mean like we've alluded to so um it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun week so get out there and watch some football anything you guys want to say before we moved on
1: no we've covered we've covered everything uh you know, just excited to watch this see how it happens. And then uh, we get to uh, – this is the final week of regular season for fantasy. Then we get to go to the playoffs. Playoffs? Yeah, get to go well, maybe playoffs. I get to go to the playoffs. I was, was going to say, go. I might be Pressing out. Might be you gonna... last week, I'm limping in. I did. I'm still in the play- – I'm still good to go to the playoffs. Oh. Yeah, I'm yeah. limping. I'm so we'll see <laughs> yeah. what happens there.
0: Um, weird week because it is our first weekend without a full college slate of games. Just one game. Uh, you know, just got Army-Navy this weekend. Um should be. I love this game. I love it every year. I'm I, going, I I maybe. at least watch a little bit of it every year. Um, I, I think it's going to be. Um, I just love all the pre celebrations. It's just and a. Everything like it's that. just a great atmosphere. And, yeah, great atmosphere. You know, so much pride. It, it's so, it's, much, yeah, pride. No, so it's much pride. Just yeah. So much pride. The amount of testosterone in yeah. that area that it, it is amazing. But
1: uh, ultimately, I think army wins this game i like army in this game i just think they're a better team yeah. i mean navy's had some great teams over the last few years um they they've had a couple down years these last couple and i just think army's just a little bit better team i think it'll be another fun game but i think army's gonna take it i'm going navy boys fun fact about me
2: my father was in the navy my mother was in the navy they actually met
0: i had no shed. idea
2: and my older brother was in the navy oh that's awesome so I'm definitely, obviously
0: going yeah navy you boys. should definitely yeah, go yeah never knew that that's learn something new every day yeah um, the nice stuff uh coaching i mean that's really the only thing that's been going on um you know obviously
1: yeah talk, touch on coaching real quick we're,
0: we're just you know we, we alluded to obviously OU got their guy that was our last episode Um, A lot of recruiting things going on, trying to get out there, trying to play catch-up, honestly, is where the Oklahoma Sooners are at. Uh, But a big thing that took place was down in Stillwater. Yeah. uh, Losing their defensive coordinator to –
1: the to the actual, actual
0: OSU. OSU. Yeah. <laughs> the
1: real OSU, uh, Ohio State. <laughs> the hate. And I, from my understanding, is that OSU, it's not like uh, the Cowboys didn't try putting up a big deal for Jim Knowles. Jim Knowles' name had been thrown around for the uh, Florida job, too. I know they were looking at him. But uh, Ohio State comes in and uh, get their guy for the defense, for a defense that needs to get a guy. Because that defense was suspect on, for Ohio State most this year. Uh, great signing. I, th- I mean, Jim Knowles hey. with an, a terrific defense last year. You know, the OSU's uh, defense or this year, OSU's defense is, was fantastic all year long. Uh, just one of the better units in college football. Uh, so I mean, just a, that's an A signing for me. Um, you know, OSU. I mean, you know, when they hired Jim Knowles away from Duke, I mean, people were questioning about who they were signing, and Jim Knowles ended up turning into a good uh, coordinator. So I think. I think the Cowboys will find someone to take that spot. They'll find another good uh, coordinator. Um, again, it's going to be a shell of itself uh, next year because they're losing so many guys on that side of the ball. They still are going to have, though, Colin Oliver, the one of the, defense, or the defensive freshman of the year in the Big 12. He's an absolute stud. Um, they're going to still have some good pieces in there, but uh, it's going to be a team that relies on their offense a lot next year. But uh, yeah, big signing for Ohio State. You know, oh, she's just gonna have to go out and just do it again. Sure, for sure. Um, Another coaching jump, We and we kind of touched on this a little bit. Uh, again, you know, I know you, you're still getting more in, into college, Antoine. So it's it was a question I was asking mainly to Preston. It's this Mario Cristobal, a guy who he got lured away from Oregon. Going to Miami team he played for in college, where he's from, he's he's Mister Three Hundred Five in college football for them. He's a guy who's an incredible recruiter. He did great work for Saban when he was a, a coordinator or when he was a position coach for them. And then up in Oregon, he did a great job. But my main question is, is because the way they're talking about him, is this guy actually a good coach? I mean, I just that's my big question for it because. At least when you know what that signing with Lincoln to USC, you at least have a you know what Lincoln's good at. I don't know, as far as the football standpoint goes, I don't know what Mario Cristobal is good at. So, I mean, I'm still not sure if this is actually, I mean, for recruiting it's a great sign. I just don't know for Miami if this is still a great signing.
0: Miami's been weird the last few years, man. I mean, they're, they're in a spot where they got to make some noise I don't hate the hire, but you're right. It's a big question mark. You don't really know exactly what you're getting. But if you get in there, you have a good recruiter, and you recruit Miami, and get some of those players away from a Florida, a Florida to State. To take Florida back over. Yeah, really kind of assert your dominance again. I mean, you could turn a program around
1: pretty quick. And this is – I mean, don't get me wrong. I think for Miami, I think it just a college football standpoint. I think – I'm not sure about the signing, but for Miami itself, I think it's a good signing. Definitely is an upgrade over Manny Diaz, even though Manny Diaz did get done dirty by uh, Miami. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just at bad. Like, I don't think he's the best coach, but that that was that was dirty what they did to him. But for him, for them, just to get some life into that program, you're talking about a uh, program that's been dormant for a, a long time. They haven't been. They haven't been really relevant for some time now. Granted, Clemson's run that uh, conference, but now you're kind of getting Clemson in kind of a weird spot. Yeah, Clemson's starting to get coordinators, position coaches. You know, they're having an exodus. They still have Dabo. They still have the man, but now you're getting them at a weird spot. This is kind of that time for Miami to really start striking and making moves because this is a chance for them to maybe start taking back that ACC over and just getting the U back. Together and getting some fun, some life into that uh, city.
0: Yeah, no, I agree totally. So uh, they had to do something. I mean, uh, a move had to be made there. Um, but yeah, I mean, we'll just have to wait and kind of see there of how that all plays out because the, the football is better with the U being
1: relevant. Yeah, well, I mean, it makes the, it makes that conference better. That conference. Needs Miami to be good it needs yeah. Florida State to be good I mean yeah. the a c c has the pieces to be you have to you have to have the pits and the North Carolinas still be good, but you need the big boys to be good because it just makes that conference much more appealing yeah, and much more fun
0: for sure so um, anything you want to add there
1: well, I was
2: just I was just looking at Jordan Davis. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah, big boy. <laughs> he looks scary as shit, yeah. dude. Like, I don't understand. I mean, oh my god! I, I, still, he won't talk to I did either. see something. I don't know. You know, as college football fans, do you guys think you could name me? I saw something that about the twenty fifteen.
1: Uh, Alabama's
2: twenty fifteen coaching roster. Do you guys think you can name me some of the players on, or the coaches on that?
1: I mean, outside Mel- Saban. Yeah. Uh, Kiffin was one. Kiffin Kirby Smart. Smart Kirby Smart. Was uh, Mel Tucker on that? Mel Tucker, Tucker was on, was on there. there. Okay. Mel Tucker yeah, was I'm another one that, that was on there. Uh the um Yeah, there's a big one. I think down. the uh, uh the head coach at uh Maryland was a offensive yes, guy for them. You're right. I just cannot remember his name to save my life. Uh, how stacked? Oh yeah, it was a stacked coaches, and that's bro, what he like, does—not just as position well, coaches or coordinators, but as <laughs> analysts. That was a big thing I
0: heard yesterday. There's something like 17 to 20 analysts on on the coaching staff as oh, well. Oh my gosh. That it's just dudes hanging up out in the freaking press box, watching things, looking at things. I mean, uh, they're in and out of all all sorts of different areas of that football program. That you know, they're gaining all this knowledge of how a program should be run. Those guys are getting picked off for coaching jobs now. Yeah, oh I mean, yeah, it's, That's al- crazy. it's unbelievable.
1: And I mean, it is. And, I mean, uh, so uh, so K- yeah, Kiffin was there, and I, I yeah. think was it the following year? Then Sark came back. Yep. A uh, uh, name I
0: heard uh, connected to the um, Alabama uh, coaching tree now, uh, or possible, is uh, Gary Patterson. Maybe him going. That makes. T- I mean, him I,
1: going in there as an analyst. Or a uh, yeah. And I heard uh, that, that Sark him. is actually interested in bringing him on to Texas. So there you go. I mean, so, I mean uh, Gary Patterson and Bama would make so much sense. Gary pat it just depends mm-hmm. on how much coaching Gary Patterson wants to do right now. Yeah. Um, you know, this is a good chance for him to, you know, kind of re- sit back and enjoy some life. You know, I know he's big into his music. I'm not going to touch on that yeah. much, but he did.
0: <laughs> you know what I was thinking about the other day? So uh, for those who haven't seen it, you got to watch it. I think we posted it on the page. If not, we'll have to do it. But. Lincoln Riley getting introduced at that USC. Oh yeah, we got Treshawn. Nobody was that. there, and no, well, just nobody there, and it was the weirdest put together thing. Everything felt so forced and awkward. It was terrible. I swear, I was watching PBS
1: like network is what this was on. And uh, are you talking about like? Are you talking about when he arrived at no, USC? No, no, are no, you talking about that no. little like look like a game with, show? With, yeah, yes, look like an, game, like, it, no, it really like an SNL skit.
0: No, it was literally like an SNL skit. I I just wanted to bring that up because I was sitting there trying to think of Lincoln and what he's thinking about being there. Like, did I make a mistake? It's so different because everyone saw the love that OU gave, you know, to Venable's Venable's coming in. Well, it made me start thinking, <laughs> how weird is it that Coach O was coaching at USC? You know, a few what, how many years ago was that? that was, well, when he took over for when uh, he, Sark. Yeah, yeah. When, he,
1: when he took over there, he does not fit a USC coach. No, at no, all. no. <laughs> they talk about these was, like. The personalities that mismatch. That is the biggest that mismatch. That is such a
0: mismatch. So hardcore. I'm thinking that boy is so southern, <laughs> hanging out in L. A. Just be like, go go shake. <laughs>
1: and it's just that we haven't talked about this yet. I don't think we've talked about it on this this podcast yet because that's just, Brian Kelly's first kind of oh go as the head coach, getting introduced at the basketball game at halftime. If you haven't watched it, watch it. Because you want to talk about a guy who is trying to relate to the crowd? He got this is a guy who's draw. from uh, from Boston, Massachusetts. He's a Northeastern guy. And all of a sudden, he gets this southern drawl talking about his family. His family. Just oh, this nowhere. all of a sudden. Oh, dude, this it, was awesome. it was so cringeworthy. I had, I had to watch the video three times because I stopped watching after he said family. Yeah. And I was just like, what the hell, man? <laughs> I think That's obviously I think they, that Brian Kelly's a hell of a coach, but man, just be be authentic. Be be authentic. I mean, they brought be you
0: in knowing that you're from the north. Like, it, be authentic, a, man. Yeah, that just I don't think doesn't make
1: do any sense. We'll see. I like they did hire a guy. I mean, they I mean normally they're hiring guys away from small colleges, but they hired one away from uh, McNeese State, who's a big uh, influence on Louisiana. So I think they'll be able to still continue to really get in that Louisiana talent um, and to help them. So it's going to be an interesting with him at LSU, uh, see how that goes. I think he'll do pretty well. How he'll do against, like, the Bamas and the Georgias, we'll see. But I think that was a good hire by them. That's it right. was uh, definitely one that was out of nowhere. But um, And as far as college football goes, this weekend, it's the big Heisman uh, uh, weekend. You know, the award is going to be announced. Again, we, I think we talked about it not too long ago. I just don't think there's very much enthusiasm for the Heisman. Nope. To be quite honest with you, when's the last really, like, the Heisman race? When was the last, like, good Heisman race? Was it Kyler and Tua back in 18? Is that the last one? (laughs) Because I think the following year you had Burrow, who absolutely just buried the competition. He won,
0: like, halfway through the season.
1: And then last year was Devontae Smith winning his wide receiver. He was deserving of it, but who was his biggest competition last year? I mean... I don't
0: know. I mean, it is kind of interesting because, yeah, I have not kept up with the Heisman that much this year just because no one's really stood out. You kind of knew Bryce Young would hang in there just because he was doing some nice things. But let me tell you right now, he earned this because he's going to win it Saturday. And, I mean, he's – I know he didn't play great against Auburn. But he played, you know, he made that that game-winning drive. I mean, he he yeah. he sealed the deal, and then he went out against the Georgia defense that was claimed to be the best ever, is what everyone was saying. And he
1: absolutely went out there and torched it. So I will say this because it's getting into my. I think there were a couple of snubs for uh, the Heisman just nominations, for sure. Including One a them, teammate. huh? So including a teammate. Yeah, that's it. I'm a, a, and I mean to be quite honest with you. Look, the Heisman Award is—it's it's clearly an offensive award. But if there was ever a defensive guy, and don't get me wrong, Aiden Hutchinson is very deserving of all his accolades this year. But Will Anderson had 91 tackles, 15 and a half sacks, and 31 and a half tackles for loss. That's more than most than some teams have altogether. As I was gonna say, what, who's second
0: place? Do you have any idea who? I don't know who's, who's second, second. place. To, I just want to give people because yes, I know what you're saying because that's absolutely insane. But I'm like I want to try to compare that to something. So
1: I just I pulled up um I just pulled up I didn't I don't know who's 2nd <laughs> That I'd be some deep diving, but I just pulled up Hutchinson's. So Hutchinson had 14 sacks, which is on par with Will Anderson. But he had 15 and a half tackles for loss. That's he's 16 he's yeah. 16 tackles for loss behind Will Anderson. I mean, this guy has been an absolute monster and he deserved the recognition to go to New York. Um, there's I mean, a year
0: to do it, it would have been win this year, year. Yeah. For sure. I
1: mean, if it was – say if Bryson just had like a – he didn't have the game he had against Georgia, so they still win, but not as good. And, I mean, Will Anderson would have some kind of argument about taking that award because the rest of the guys have had nice seasons, but they weren't going to win. I mean, C.J. Stroud wasn't going to win. I mean, he had a good season, but he was nominated. Uh, uh, Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett's been great for Pittsburgh, but they just went eight – f- they just – they lost – Three games a season, and they're—I mean—they're I mean, they're playing for a nice New Year Six bowl. But he wasn't going to win. A guy I thought who should have got to New York is Kenneth Walker, because I think if, if it wasn't for him, then Michigan State's probably a. Yeah,
0: they went, I know. They,
1: just they went ten and two, and they—they they might be an eight and fourteen without him.
0: Right. It's just it, the big stages, he was never able to have that kind of, quote, unquote, what we, what we allude to always is the, the Heisman, Heisman moment. moment Heisman and I
1: get that. But. And all
0: that. And it's just like that's just important as a running back because yeah. it's so tough to win it as a running back. You really have to stand out. And I don't think he is that memorable. Like I won't think about his season next season. Like it just won't happen. But I do agree. Like they are a completely different team without him.
1: Yeah, and I just you know I thought he was deserving of it. Um, I mean, he, I mean they're having the college football awards right now. Again, th- these awards have cost this year has just been kind of bland. They're talking about old, old ass Louis Holds. Fuck him. But uh, <laughs> that's uh, but yeah, and I mean I think Walker. I mean for not going to the for uh, to New York, he's going to end up winning the Doak Walker, so that's fine. But yeah, this award, you know, this year I'm just not there's just real no interest in it. Um I, you know, Bryce Jones deserves it. He's gonna win it and uh he's gonna go into the now he's gonna be the highest winner going into the playoffs, see how he fares there.
0: Yep, for sure.
1: Um yeah, that pretty
0: much wraps it up for college football. I think in the next couple episodes is when we'll start getting into our bowl picks. Things like that, where uh, well, we're gonna gotta pick them that we're gonna be doing.
1: We can make some. Uh, we'll talk about bets. We some can bets, set uh,
0: things like that that will uh, keep you know everyone um, a part of, so you can hold us accountable to that. Yeah. But uh, we're just gonna touch on a little bit of NBA because we do have a lot of other things going on. Uh, so just give us a quick update on the NBA. Um, obviously, you gave your power rankings on Monday. Uh, just kind of give us an update of what the league's looking like going into the weekend.
2: Um, not too much going on today as far as games. Uh, Jazz and Sixers are playing right now. Jazz are up 61 um, 54 against the Sixers going into halftime. Our uh, Lakers and Grizzlies just started. That's 4 4, and the Nuggets and Spurs play today. Um, not too much of a NBA news. I did kind of want to talk to you guys about. Um, The Luka Doncic uh, situation—you know him admitting that he didn't come into into you know the start of the season in shape. How do, Preston? Tell me how you how do you feel about that? And before before you answer, let me let me just tell you something. Luka Doncic's contract: five years, two hundred and seven million dollars. Right? Hold on. (laughs) Next year he makes thirty five million dollars. The year after, thirty eight million dollars then $41 million, then $44 million, then $47 million before he turns 28. How do you feel about this is this is your franchise player, this is a guy who's making all of this money and getting ready to make all of this money, and then after that, who knows what his contract's going to look like, and then he comes in and admits that I didn't come into, into the start of this season in the best shape. I, I, before I tell you how I feel, tell me how you feel about yeah. that.
0: Well, here's the deal. As a as a fan, you know, I'm like, oh, eh, I get it, you know, whatever. You know, a lot of these guys, you hear a lot of these guys talk about working themselves into shape uh, throughout the season, things like that. I mean, we've seen it time and time again. Coming in
2: 30 pounds. Well,
0: hang on, hang on, I'm just saying. So from that aspect, I see that, right? So, I mean, like I said, in just the last few years, we've heard Harden do that. Um, I, I always alluded to Shaq obviously doing it. Uh, of course, he's obviously different, but uh, you know who didn't do that? A, as a fan, as a we knew that was coming. As a, um, per, a fan of the organization, um, or uh, anyone who works for the organization, even a team uh, teammate, this pisses me off. Are
1: we talking about Luca? Yeah. yeah. This, Sorry, I had to step away because I, I was going to piss myself. <laughs>
0: the big deal about it is. You know, you don't need these excuses, especially, you know, we're we're already, what, 24, 25 games in to the season, and you're starting to say, eh, yeah, maybe I haven't been my best because I've been out of shape this whole time. Look, every game matters. I mean, I know LeBron and some of those teams, you know, do this whole load management shit and all that, but... Dallas is definitely not one of those teams. They're sitting at twelve and twelve right now. They're not one of those teams can do the whole. Well, we'll take a night off here and there and all that. No, they're playing to kind of get back and uh, you know start something with a a franchise player like Luca. I, I think it sends a bad message. I, I don't like it. Um, Everything starts with Luca. He's he's got to be the face. You know, Everything what I mean, it's like he's got. I don't know. He's got to answer for this, and he's got to play better throughout the season and answer for. Putting him in this position,
2: I, I I just feel like when you're that type of player, um, and you know he's definitely top ten player in the NBA, yeah. But you know, easily when you're that type of player, when you're the face of a franchise, I feel like it's important for you to set the foundation of expectation for how the season's gonna go, right? So if you come in thirty pounds overweight, off shape, lackadaisical, not giving a fuck, if that's your attitude, yeah, that's going to to literally fall down to everybody else, all of your teammates, the coaching staff, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You can't. I don't. I don't feel like you can come in and do that. And I know it's not that big of a deal. It's not like Luca's gonna go out there and be a scrub because yeah. of it. But it's just like, why even say sh- anything, bro? Like, don't say that shit because now the story's gonna be around you and how you came in the camp out of shape and. All of this instead of focusing on hooping and getting your teammates better so you can get out of that five hundred and hopefully compete for a playoff spot. So it just kinda pisses me off when you're the franchise player and you're getting ready to make forty something million dollars a year and you're talking about you came into work out of shape. Or you came to work out of shape. Now, why am I comparing it to Michael Jordan? Because every he's the standard. He's the he's who everybody yeah. compares to. And I'm just saying. It. Mike never made forty million dollars in his NBA, in, the, in for for per year, right. yeah. The most Mike ever made was like thirty three million dollars,
1: right? Yeah, one year thirty three million. And he's cause... never
2: had that type of attitude, never. And LeBron James,
1: yeah, LeBron. LeBron I mean, I was ne- say, yeah. You've
2: never heard of LeBron James, Kobe Bryant. You've never heard of Kobe Bryant coming, and I, and I say that because Luca's being compared to all of these guys. You have right? to get that money. So if you're if – you're, if, with that type of money and the way that he plays, he's such an elite player, yeah. you could automatically compare him to those players. Sure. You've never heard stories of them coming into camp or starting the season out of shape. They spend tons of money taking care of their body. You're hearing when this I'm, more
1: and more, and just not in basketball, yeah. but you're hearing it more in any kind of sport that these guys are paying millions of dollars Ugh. on chefs, on trainers. That's what I'm saying. On, you know, even though the smallest, you know, like, you know – Spot, you know, masseuses, everything, just to be in the best shape that they could possibly be. And here's the thing. I'm pretty sure all three of us would agree. If we got this opportunity to be where they were at, we would do the exact same thing we would do. I would be paying buku's of money to be in the best shape of my life going into camp every year. I'm not trying to come in out of shape. Now, of course, we say this in hindsight, you know, it is, but, you know, to be the best, you have to prepare at like the best 100 percent. and i don't know maybe it's a european thing i don't know what it is <sighs> i i just i don't get it either i don't even like it when james harden does it and i understand james harden is james harden but i don't like it that he comes in overweight and then he they're like well you know what james will just work himself into play i don't I play like that i don't like that shit i don't like shit. i, don't, I never when they say that i don't, liked it. It just, I don't like it it just it just sets a bad example for for the league and for everybody i mean the one thing, the problem is they're making too much money to come in
2: here. Out of exactly. Shape. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. You make way too. And we're not even talking sponsors. Yeah. You just make make you make way too much money to come in there playing like shit.
0: Yeah. Hot take from Sam. Europeans are lazy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love it. Yeah. You know what? They actually. Fuck it. Yeah, they are. <laughs> that's great. That's a great. Deal. Yeah.
0: If you want to be the best, you got to train like the best. I mean, you got to put the time and effort in. I'm I, obviously I don't think this is a something that he can't he's young. I mean like I you just I said I uh, listen, look, I'm saying it's a learning experience. Ew. Learn from this this looked bad. You made yourself look bad, you made the organization look bad. There's a lot of things that go into this and ultimately learn from it and now be the hardest worker on your team. Be the 100% hardest worker you it. know, I mean like show those guys that you you mean business and you're gonna you know work your your work your way back now but next time you'll be prepared because ultimately you're not just letting yourself down you're letting everyone else down too
2: yeah when you come in i don't know this is the last thing i'm gonna say about it but i just feel like when you come in to have everything so accessible to you and then to come into camp or to start of the season 30 pounds overweight it's just kind of like a big fuck you Right, they've invested so much into you, and then you come into camp like that. I just feel like it's a big fucking. So, um, that's all I have for the NBA right now. I just kind of wanted to talk about. No, that. yeah, that's, 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 that's great. Fun. That that was
1: a great topic.
0: Well, as far as I know, NBA season doesn't start till Christmas.
1: So, well, I mean, it, I it, 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 it's, it, it's, it's meant to feel. get more t- <laughs> t- this conversation <laughs> going because saying, we're not far we're away. Still,
0: we're still two weeks, uh, you know, behind, er, ahead of schedule. So, we're, yeah. we're good.
1: Um, okay, fight weekend. Yep, big fight weekend. Big USC yeah, weekend. Big UFC USC weekend. 269. 269. Uh, yes, sir. Give
0: us a little uh idea of what we're uh, prepared for.
2: We got Charles Oliveira. For the main event, um Charles Oliveira versus Dustin Poirier. Your guy, Dustin Poirier. Poirier. Diamond Diamond Poirier. Dustin, yeah. Um Man, this is a good fight, man. This is really interesting to me. I think uh if I'm correct, let me check, let me double check just to make sure. But I think Dustin in his last eight fights, I think he might be seven and one. He's he's been on a nice run. Yeah, and it's like last eight fights he's seven and one, and I think uh Oliveira's his last ten fights, I think he's undefeated, right? Yeah. He's he won is. his last ten yeah. fights for sure. So um it's a very interesting matchup. Uh, if I had to pick a winner, I'm gonna pick Oliveira not just because he's a champ, but I feel like this is how the fight's gonna play out. If Dustin, if Dustin doesn't beat Oliveira, if he doesn't knock Oliveira out in the first two rounds, Oliveira's winning. And and I'm saying that because and I'm saying it because it is they're both gonna come in there with game plans, right?
0: Yeah.
2: And Oliveira, since he's entered the UFC, his striking has been significantly better but he's known for his submissions. Yeah. Right? He has the most uh submissions in UFC history. Right? For people that don't know that. So,
0: I actually didn't know But that. the That's,
2: thing the thing with the thing with Oliveira is he's his striking is good when he's coming forward and pressing the action, but he has this tendency to to stop like he's not good going backwards. His mm-hmm. footwork isn't good going backwards, which can play into Poirier's favor. If he presses the action, gets some good leg kicks in. Yeah. Um, cause whenever he stops and he tries to trade with you, Oliveira can leave himself open. Yeah. And and the reason I bring up the game plans is because they're both gonna come in there with game plans, but we know Poirier to do what? Striking. We know is gonna try what? His best thing is submission. Once you start getting to the third round and that fatigue starts setting in, yeah. your game plan goes out the fucking window. Right? Yeah. So what's gonna absolutely. happen? is gonna come in try to press the action and I think Oliveira's going to take him down to the ground and yeah. uh you know it, once once it's on the ground it's over with I've never seen anybody I've never seen anybody do to people what Oliveira does to people on the ground it is crazy he can put you in something you didn't even know was fucking <laughs> yeah. was, was possible dude. and he'll do it in like two seconds you're trying to figure out a way to get out of it and he's literally thinking, 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 trying to figure out a way to break your pinky off and put it in your ass. Like it's yeah. crazy how good he is on the ground. And Poirier's last loss, guess who? Guess who it was too? Khabib. Khabib. Yeah, the, what? the ultimate technical fighter. Yeah, the
1: ultimate. And Oliveira assumption. is what
2: a technical fighter. So I'm, I'm really intrigued by the matchup. I think yeah. Oliveira's gonna win. Um, I think it's gonna be. I'm gonna go Oliveira by knockout, actually. What round? i mm, I'm gonna go fourth. Fourth, that's that, that mean that makes it a pretty good fight. I'm gonna go fourth. And I and I think Oliveira's gonna get Poirier tired on the ground, and then, you know, Oliver uh Poirier's gonna step up and eventually get caught
1: from being fatigued, so um, you know, I'm a, I think I'm gonna ride Poirier. I think he's He's riding with a lot of confidence. I know, uh, Char- uh, I know, uh, Charles is too. But uh, I think uh, I just like Dustin's, You know, I just like the, it, the how everything's working out for him right now. I know, you know, beating McGregor now is not like beating McGregor. Uh, you know, a few years ago, it's still huge, though. It's still big. No, he
2: he like beat his ass though. The first, the first, the first fight, the or first, the second fight, the, the second
1: fight. Well, the second fight, no, the second fight, he won. And then this last fight, actually, Poirier was working Connor pretty well. This last fight, till Connor broke his ankle.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: I just like, I just like the kind of the trajectory that uh, Poirier is going with. I'm going to go say it's going to go all five. Um, I think he'll win by decision. I think it's going to be a really. I think it'll end up being a really good fight. It's one of the main card fights that I think needs to be a good fight because I do not think the other one's going to be a good fight. Um, but I, I like Dustin in this one, like I said, fifth round decision. Uh, I think it could be a banger. Um, you know, we'll see, but I just, I just like the, the way this, this fight is set up, uh, again, technician against technician. Uh, if, you know, if Poirier gives up too much ground, then yeah, I definitely can see. And I actually think that, uh, uh, how do you say his last name? Olive, was it? Oliveira. Oliveira. I just think he's, I think if he can... Work the ground well. I can see it being a shorter fight. I can see it being a, a two round fight, but I just think Dustin will will be ready for this. I think he'll be prepared. He'll make sure he, he's no scrub together. on the ground. No, he's not. He's but not. I at just long. feel
2: like if if I had to like pick somebody like on the ground that elite, the only body, the only person I could think of is Khabib. Yeah, right. And that's and you know. Yeah, Oliveira's jiu jitsu was just ridiculous. Yeah. Man. So,
1: but I'm gonna go with Dustin in this one. I think Dustin's gonna. Uh, I may guess it will be kind of a little bit shocking the world, but I just think Dustin's – I think he's fighting with a lot of confidence right now, and I think he's going to be the new uh, champ in that division.
2: Yeah. And the co-name's pretty good, too. I mean, it's all right. Did I
1: give a pick?
0: Or oh,
2: yeah, I'm sorry. My bad. No. I'm sorry. <clears throat>
0: so Poirier, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm on the same page as Sam. I think this is a lot of fireworks early on. I yeah. like
2: this. Are we doing shotguns for this?
0: We, we should.
2: Yeah. All right. I like this. Shotguns, bad? Yeah, sure.
0: I say, I say Poirier uh, early, uh, make some noise. Ultimately, he does go to decision, and uh, I think Dustin is the winner. So, that's where uh, we're going.
2: Um, I do like the co-main a little. Uh, I like Amanda Nunez and uh, Juliana Pina. Juliana Pina is a, great, is a good fighter, but Amanda but Nunez is on Nunez. Like, and, and my thing, too, I wanted to kind of talk to you guys about this. What does Nunez do after this, dude? I think she's she goes go to Khabib. I, I literally
1: think she needs. She retired. I think she should go to Khabib. Who else is? There's nobody, nobody else. There, there's, there's no nobody intriguing else. fights. There's not. And I just there's no intriguing fights. I mean, with Khabib, the problem is that I'm sure there would be some intriguing fights, but at the same time, too, Khabib has done everything he had to do. He yeah. he defended his belt. He he's been a, he's been he's a great champ. Everybody. He's beat yeah. everybody. I mean, Amanda Nunez is just but, she's just worked everybody, and I mean she's.
0: She's, Literally beat, beat she's I mean, I'm about,
1: and she's beat him worse than what Khabib did. to A yeah. lot of those dudes, because a lot of his fights were submission, submission, just know. kind of those boring kind of fights. I mean, Amanda Nunes has just gone out and just rocked everybody's everybody, destroyed fucking world. everybody. And I think she's going to end up doing it again here to Pena. I do think Pena is a, a good fighter. I but think she's got a lot of good. Season. I think a lot of good qualities as a fighter. But I she's just do two not. Or two she's two her
2: last four fights.
1: Yeah. So I just, so. I, I think it's. I think Amanda Nunes will make quick work her. I think this is going to be another first round knockout. Um, and I just think Nunez should really consider just going the Khabib route and consider starting to look at retirement.
2: Even if she doesn't retire, I feel like she should step away for a little while and let somebody kind of build up. You know, Floyd has done this step away for a year, year and a half, let somebody build up, let some hype get around a a match and then, uh, you know, come back for that fight, make a, a bunch of money you know kind of do it again or you know take a couple fights as long as lunez doesn't need the money if she could step away for a year and a half and get away with it
1: yeah no i agree so uh yeah i agree i think it needs to take a break um you know i mean i know they don't do this but i mean just maybe have it they'll eventually have a uh, interim fight they'll have the interim champ She'll let that happen, then come back and beat that champs ass. You beat that champs and ass and get the belt again. And just do that. Just do Stump that for shenade. like the next yeah. like yeah. like four or five years, and just make it exciting. Because that's the only thing that would be going for her right now. Um, there's some other good ones in there. Uh, I know Sugar Shane our Ome- Sugar Shane, uh, Sean O'Malley. Miley. He's fighting. Uh, he's got. Let's see here. He's got uh, Rolion Palva or Pava. Do you know much about Pava? Nope. See, I don't either. Saw Sugar one Shane's going to tag yeah, he's ass okay. though. He's really good, man. He is, but like, he needs, I know he's The kinda, last fight, he fucked around way too much. Oh, yeah.
2: No, wait. The last fight? You talking about when he was beating that dude's ass?
1: He lost his last fight. Sugar Shane did? Yeah. He lost his last fight. Look that up. I'm, like, 100% sure he lost uh, yeah, his last I fight. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, he lost his last fight, and he fucked around too much. Uh, uh, did he really? Sugar Sean. Sugar.
0: All right, we're all looking at the same time no
2: he, <laughs> yeah. no he beat He beat. See you got me fucking up He won his last two fights He fought Vera And he beat Vera Or he lost to Vera Because his knee went out Remember we were at the stadium watching the fight We were at One Oak Driller Stadium
1: No he's fought again since
2: then Yeah he's fought twice and won twice UFC uh, 264 in July He beat this dude He was put, punching this dude's face in
1: when well, he beat up some like guy that they just brought in like the last like the twenty fifth. Yeah, hour. and that
2: that guy got a lot of cheers because he took so many punches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, mean he was, didn't go down.
0: Shot. You remember that? He's yeah, tough. Yeah, he beat, yeah, yeah, yeah. He never like
1: he, yeah. he never yeah. backed down. Like he kept coming. Okay, I, mean, I mean I I thought he had lost his last fight. I mean Sean I, O'Malley's a great fighter. Don't get me wrong. And I was going to <clears> pick <throat> him regardless if he lost his last fight. But again, his uh, you know just just don't be fucking around. Yeah, that's uh, where I got uh, it. Um, and then we got uh, Cody Garbrandt and uh, Kai Kara I don't like Cody
2: Garbrandt. This is a
1: like this is man. kind of a, a loser uh, leave town uh, fight for Cody Garbrandt uh, to keep any kind of momentum going to for another possible title fight. I think he he's definitely got to win this. Um, but uh, you know, if he loses again, I mean, it's kind of one of those things where he just you know he's back to doing like fight nights on Friday nights yeah. or Saturdays. Hundred percent. So. Um, just for that, I'm going to, I'm going to pick him to win, but, uh, I know. Kai I think Kera, he, I think he wins. But. I know Kai of France has been a big, uh, uh, pick by a lot of the experts. So I'm going to take Cody Garbrandt in that just cause I think it's, you know, these guys, the, I mean, their livelihood, you know, you start losing or not showing up for fights or you're not being prepared, you know, losing these fights. And I mean, it, it goes at the, you know, snap of a finger. And so, uh. What the fuck, man? What did you just do? Did you just do your shotgun without no video or anything? <coughs> In my debt.
2: <coughs> wow. That was the most trash thing. Wow, bro. man. We've got some. I know you. I was saving it for the end. Well, I didn't know. I told you it's hour, hour 45. Bro, you I've don't get told. And then you did it when nobody saw it. That was so soft.
1: Made, wow! That was so soft. Wow! I, I just feel I feel betrayed. Wow!
2: We might as well end the episode after that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Damn! Wow! Bryson. That was so soft. Wasn't that soft?
1: I mean, yeah. I mean, I was I was ready. Well, I had the video. Was
0: and I was thirsty. You know, I was I getting
1: I was getting to it. I was getting to it. I mean, and then you well, did it
2: where we couldn't record well,
1: I'm, it. I'm, I'm thrown off the UFC now. Wow. Our UFC segment thrown off just the absolute betrayal. Oh God. I mean, you know. So, so, so you listen to Riley right now. Preston Preston lost, Preston,
2: <laughs> Preston lost a bet to me where he had the shotgun the beer. And the beer was sitting right here. next thing you know, we hear a beer open. We turn around and Preston's over there shotgunning it. Um, So, Sorry we couldn't get that for you guys on social media. Have
0: to get lubed up. Um, We're gonna, are we going to video every shotgun we did? Hell just yeah, bro. That's can. the point. Yeah. It's, you you know, lost. You're
2: soft-ass. You're soft-ass. You're over there. Yeah, You're take another, take, yeah
0: there you, you doing go. Yeah, yeah, you can
2: do another one. There we go. You can do bro. another one just for. I was, I was never going to let you live this I down. I'm a
0: punk beast. I'm
2: never going to let you live this down.
1: Just a touch on because I'm not going to. We're not going to get too much into it. Like I said, Cody Garbrandt, I like that. I like him in that fight. And then uh, Jeff Neal and Santiago Ponzini Bibio, something like that. Yeah. It's Uh, a good
2: stream of fights, man. Yeah,
1: Santiago, I think, I'll take him in that one. I mean, he's been just like, everybody's picking him. I'll tell you what,
2: this is what what we'll do, Philly, me and you. Um, We'll go back, we'll go back, look over the fights, we'll pick which ones. Mm Mm-hmm. Pick our fights, and yeah. whoever has the better record, mm-hmm. uh, we could do a shotgun or something. Sure, that sounds cool. Good. All right, let's go. All right, now, we now, got- now,
1: now. He for wants the to main be a man event. about it. All right. You ready, boss? Yeah. This is shotgun number two because and he I thought it would be sneaky with that first one.
2: I know that beer is cold.
1: There we go. There you go. I'm <laughs> proud of you, boss. I'm proud of you. Oh, it's cold. <clears throat> there we go. All right. Thank you, Preston, for. Thank you. I cool. Yeah. Trying All to be right. sneaky. Sam,
0: entertainment. Wrap us up real quick. Uh, well, to I, mean, these guys I think to because
1: weekend. we're trying to, uh, you know, we're running a little bit on time. I think next week we're going to um, move uh, the uh, Star Wars talk. We'll move it to Monday. <coughs> yeah. Because um, we don't have a lot of. We'll do quick power rankings, touch on USC real quick, and then we'll do this for next week. We're going to have a big. Uh, we're going to start getting into top fives. Uh, for this month because now we're starting to get into the month where sports is starting to start dying down and the NBA will pick up because we're in that Christmas time but um, I think uh, we're going to look into uh, start doing some top fives we're going to get in next month or next week because the guys are big Star Wars guys and they give me a lot of shit about my Star Wars uh, uh, thoughts but next we're going to talk Star Wars we're going to give our we're going to give our we're going to rank the Eleven movies in the Star Wars series. But we're also going to give our top five most recent Star Wars uh, products or uh, projects. Um, you know, kind of see where we think uh, it's at at the moment. But then during this month, you know, when Matrix comes up, we're going to give our top five Keanu movies. Christmas is coming up, so obviously we're going to do a Christmas movie draft, which is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, and then we're going to start. I'll start looking into I giving. I think my, we
2: should break play short bus.
1: No, we are going to play sh- that. We are going to do short bus uh, later this month. We're going to do a short bus episode, um, and then we are going to do a. T- we'll do a top uh, five movie uh, or sports movie uh, topic. I'll decide which one we do uh, when that time comes. But we are going to do a short bus episode, which is going to be a lot of fun, yeah, that would a, be a lot good of episode. drunken tomfoolery. Jeez. But yep. uh, no, next month or next week, we'll touch on Star Wars, and then we'll start getting into some other subjects. Um, Entertainment is going to start getting a lot of fun. You know, you've got to keep it a little lively, and then. Uh, Toward the end of the month, I'll give them my top five uh, movies of uh, 2021. There you
0: go. I do want to ask real quick before we go. Um, last night I watched a movie called Hell House, LLC. Either one of you guys seen this? I haven't, but I've heard a lot of
1: good it, things about it's it. It's
0: freaking good. Yeah. I was, it's I was, a movie? It's a good, scary movie. Would you watch it on Shudder? It's a scary movie? It's on a, it was on Amazon Prime. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Hell House? Uh, Dude, Dude. Wanna... Hey, solid. Someone recommended it. Shout out Lee Price and uh I'll have to check it out because yeah, why do it, I know that it name? was uh used to work at Grey Bar. <clears throat> oh. um and uh anyway what was told it was it was good and guess what it was it was solid from start to finish I, I want to check was, that out I was very impressed
1: so because I've listened to enough of the movie podcast where they talked uh horror movies and that has come up so I'll have definitely check that one out yeah, for sure
2: hey, I'm, a, I'm gonna watch it today actually so you watch it and they will give a review on it Monday
1: there you go. Philly. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm watching to watch this game. Yeah, we'll watch it. But no yeah. but I also got other uh, big movies coming up, uh that are coming out, so uh be on the lookout for some reviews there. But uh yeah, no definitely we'll check it. we should start doing that too, just random movies we yeah. watch and give some reviews, you yeah, know for sure 'cause we'll get slowers.
2: Yeah. It's dude, it's good, man. Like yeah. remember me and Preston
1: watched uh, oh, Hereditary dude. together. Dude. dude, let me tell you. Some we, came there, we we came thought there thought cuddled I the the like, like,
0: <laughs> I watched <laughs> that
1: I rewatched that the other uh what around in, in October we watched again. That. that movie is so fucking freaky. Yeah. Dude, it's that is, is just trippy. so <laughs> weird, bro. but it's so good. Yeah. I mean it is much, much uh, it's much better than Midsommar. Uh no, I, thought, I think so too, bro. I
0: rewatched that too, and that man—that's weird too. And Ooh, yeah, no, that's but, super anybody weird
1: that it. pagan shit is just yeah,
0: that's that's whatever. But, but let's go ahead and finish this up. So you guys all set for your weekend? <coughs> uh, you know, we'll we we'll, uh, we'll keep a, keep you updated with everything going on on social media. If I can get the words out, maybe it's like two beers I just drank. I don't know, I don't, mm-hmm. we'll see. But he's uh, drunk <laughs> anyway. Uh, follow us on social media. Get out there, follow us. When we posting some videos. Definitely, that' gonna post that Lincoln Riley video, uh, so you guys can see this embarrassment of yeah. the program USC is. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, let's watch some football, watch some movies this weekend, a little NBA, and uh, we'll catch you guys on Monday. So, till then, uh, hang in there, and uh, we'll see you then.
2: We out, chitty chitty bang bang. Later. Uh, you turn that shit off.